0: Good evening, and welcome to Unsafe Space. This is Token Minority Report, the now pop culture podcast. And I'm your minority, Beverly J. Clark, reporting to you live from the middle of nowhere. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022, and it is hot as balls in this room. And here with me tonight is my co-host, the not one and only Alex Maselli.
1: Yeah, that's true. Not one and only.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you because know, I remembered. I remember the conversation that we had last week. So I was listening. Uh, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing relatively well. Uh, as I as I mentioned, I'm having some tech issues. Yeah. Worked around them to be able to do this stream. Not sure if I'll be able to work around them to do any of my gaming streaming. This stream I, is the
0: only one that matters, though. This is apparently. the most important. So, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're good. If you want to just play video games on this one, though, maybe we can figure that out. So, uh. <laughs>
1: I still can't. I can't play video games right now. Uh, I realize uh, I can't. I mean, I literally can't play video games because I can't. I don't have the, the perif- peripherals working. So that's the real can problem. Can you
0: play on a separate system and then just tell people what you're doing? Like you can just give like a video. <laughs> to talk about it like i am walking through shooting of these aliens now yeah. oh uh karsar saint joseph i'm sorry i i try at least for this stream because i hate the ads at the beginning i hope i clicked off because i usually try to click off the non-skippable ads because i'm like i don't want that i hate that also i just use brave browser which gets rid of all the ads but don't do that because we need the money yeah <laughs> really but uh, but also, I need to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, I don't. I mean, I, I always have tech issues, but like today is just already a day because it's you know the farm life thing. If we we'll get into that real quick before we get into the rest of the stuff, I right, so we've got baby chicks in one room. I've got little ducklings behind me here. Um rabbits are in the living room and I always have to fight my rooster a couple times a day. And he he used to like me, but now every time he sees me, I'm like some strange threat that he's never seen before. So then we so I like have to hold him down. And today, like some I, I smacked him a little on his comb. Like he's got this really long comb and <laughs> and he gets frost by easel. So we tried taking Aww. care of him in the winter, but and he was like it was fine, but like I smacked him not even that hard. And then all of a sudden I was like, there's blood everywhere all over him and I was like did I do that so then I had to grab gloves I grabbed like this this spray stuff and I had to go back to him and I'm just like no I'm not fighting you I'm trying to help you but let me hold you down so it was like holding him down on the ground and then, oh like wiping him off with like wet paper towel and spraying it and he's trying to like get out and so he just thinks I'm dominating him I'm like no I'm doing this because I love you like, but I need to thing. clean him off because he's more white too. So it's just like that blood is <laughs> everywhere.
1: <laughs> you still not know? Like really, was it the frostbite? Like it did? Did it just like I, I
0: Yeah, I think it's just because it's still sort of healing. Because we keep getting like. Cold snaps at night now. And it hasn't been for a little bit, but I think he just kind of had some like slightly healing parts. So I think I just like tapped it in the wrong spot. And it, but when the combs bleed, they like on the other hands too, because sometimes they peck at each other it just goes everywhere but like for him he was just like dripping down his face i'm like Aww. it just it looks like you're you either like massacred a bunch of people right now and it's their blood on you or like i it's like it's a little horrific so that happened like a little bit before we just did this okay. train so i'm like trying to <laughs> get this all done oh my gosh yeah um, and yes, yeah, so I'm sure you guys can hear the the ducklings chirping behind me though, but that's what they mm-hmm. do better than the geese because they also honk very loudly when they talk. But my windows are open because it's hot, so you might hear everything. So, <laughs> so that's my life right now, today. And um, I put
1: Missy up, so... <laughs>
0: It's gonna be on
1: me for once.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I'll accept it. Make my, my, sure my cats will get hungry. They hate closed doors, so they're gonna scratch at this door. It's gonna be a good show. Gonna be a good show. Yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> before we get into like all the mainstream or the the main plot stuff, I wanted to show my this one tweet. Uh, is this the right one? My dad just sent it to me oh, like a few minutes ago. And speaking of animals, I just thought this was hilarious. The Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation says, "Listen, bear spray does not work like bug spray. We would like to not have to say that again." Um, <laughs>
1: Isn't and- it like bear mace? It's yes, like, it's mace.
0: <laughs> yes, don't spray that on your body. And uh, when we went to Yellowstone, we had to. They we weren't allowed to like really go. I think it was Yellowstone. We would, like to go through there without. Oh, like they recommended getting bear spray, but then you had to like sit and watch, like go through this tutorial thing, and you and they like made and you like rented the bear spray for a lot of money. It was expensive just to rent it. Um, but then like you had to like watch a video and say, "This is how you handle bear spray." And, um, <laughs> and other times too, essentially, it's like if you see a bear, it's too late. <laughs> like you're you're not like if you see it, then like you're already in trouble. though you're trying to avoid seeing them at all. Like cool, cool, cool,
1: cool. <laughs> oh god uh, i i feel happy to have never seen a wild bear in my life
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i we have them i don't think i've seen them here but we have had like our trash pulled out like into the field and other things too my dad has had uh in his cabin little cubs like a cub like go up to his door and just like look in and (laughs) try I think he's had a bear steal like his garbage and stuff too. So they're around, but I just don't actually see, no, I have seen them once one time in high school, a bear, we live, it's a small town and like woods throughout. And the bear waltz through one summer afternoon, like at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and just like walking down the street in front of him, like, like, dirt the dirt. Like, my small dog was like, Hey, I want to go fight this thing. So then, like, we're trying to get it before we get her before she gets to the bear, and like, without the bear coming to attack. So, yeah. <laughs> I have of...
1: seen animals chase off bears before, like domesticated animals. Like I've seen yeah. a cat do it before. I've seen dogs do it. <laughs> the funniest one I saw was one where a bear got into a pen with two pigs and like at first the pigs were like, oh hey. You know, like, oh, it's an, it's an animal. And then and then it started getting, like, aggressive. And then the pigs were like, you want to slur up? <laughs> yeah. and, and then the bear was like, oh, Jesus, let me, i picked been to a, a fight with someone I could not win. It was, <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever was see it like, any- Jumping out of there, like, trying to get away.
0: <laughs> uh That reminds me of, of the, someone sent me this video, I think, of, of the, I think Canada geese, like, chased off uh tigers like so like the tigers are coming up and the goose is just like not today and and ran (laughs) and just started honking and flapping its wings and like the tigers ran off and uh, (laughs) that was hilarious um mo four five six seven three says that he's uh he says hi but he has to go um because he has to go be bored elsewhere because he's this is boring so (laughs) thanks mo yeah (laughs) that's what
1: uh, I was, I was like, is that the correct version of board? I can't. Re- I think it is. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I want to just say hello to other people in here too. Hi Zato. Hi Boston Josh. Hi Johnny Quick. Uh, Johnny Boy Quick Your name is a mouthful. <laughs> um, who else is there? K- Kersar, Saint Joseph. Still don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Your friend Paul, uh, Tom Hanok Outlaw, Kells um no fun no hope who else is there? G-, g. man hi g man what are you doing here hi meh um hi Silverlock. all right i think that was everyone so of- far <laughs> yeah i did it i can read um sort of okay so tonight what are we talking about oh i guess we should do housekeeping stuff too um yeah. We've got housekeeping. Uh, Book Club is going to be on June 12th, Sunday, June 12th, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Book is House of Leaves by Mark Z. Danielewski, and it'll be hosted by Alex here. Yes, Um, it's my
1: favorite novel.
0: (laughs) Still need to find the book. It's and again, it's in, it's in the chick baby chick room right now with the other boxes and it's like hard to get to. So I'm like slowly digging my way through. That's
1: such a hard have, book to read. I know. So you're going to be I struggling. Know,
0: I'm not going to finish it in time. I know that, but that's okay. Because then we could talk about it and then I'll at least know what's supposed to be happening when I'm, because when I read, I get distracted easily. So sometimes <laughs> I like to have spoilers. So that way I just know when I stop paying attention, I'm like, well, I, I know what's happening at least. Um, <laughs> So it's okay, but I, but I know I just uh, it's a, it's a wild time here. Um, <laughs> and then tomorrow, there's going to be a premiere of an interview that Carter did with Jeremy Kaufman um, of Library slash Odyssey, and he because uh, he's running for Senate as well. And spoiler alert, it has something to do with lizard people.
2: <laughs> and
0: that's tomorrow at two p.m. Eastern time. I think I think that's the time that I said it. So oh. uh but yeah it was a fun fun interview uh also as a reminder this month of may is uh asian and pacific islander appreciation month or something like that though and i <laughs> haven't been feeling very appreciated from the chat lately so you can appreciate me by sending in like super chats and stuff or just saying that you love me something like that i don't know um mm-hmm. uh, okay uh, is there anything else that i'm forgetting that's like actually unsafe space related
1: i don't think so no <laughs>
0: good good all right if not i'll just not air any of it the forgotten video <laughs> so the first thing i think i want to talk about is uh ricky gervais because <laughs> we both just yeah. recently watched uh super Nature, right Though, and he's getting a lot of flack for his offensive comedy because he's upsetting people's feelings um which is
1: a hilarious thing to be upset by it's like do you remember when bill maher had his tv show that it was like it was politically incorrect was the name of the show and people got mad at the things he said on it. oh yeah because
0: they weren't politically correct
1: yeah exactly and it's like it feels like every like so many of these stand-up comedians like ricky gervais being one of them jimmy carr being another and then uh, i think jim jeffries maybe being the oh no 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 uh oh, god i wish i could i i can't remember his name but there's another one who he had an offensive show that got canceled too actually and i think he's australian it was really funny though because he he his joke was about shark week and how like if someone gets killed by a shark, he starts having a shark party or whatever, and like oh that was offensive, and and it's it's so s- crazy to me that all that like people get offended by the jesters. The jesters are literally supposed to say the sh- the shitty things, and yes, and people get mad at them, and, and yes. it's like. Why get shocked? Why be shocked? You shouldn't be shocked. And I don't I don't actually think they are shocked. I think what it is no. is that they're actually like, they want them to shut up. They mm-hmm. don't want them to speak, essentially.
0: Yeah. Well, why do you think it's uh, why they don't? Just because it's, it's the virtue signal that they, you're not supposed to say, like even as a joke, that like the, these words can't even come out of your mouth because words are violence, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, well, and he addresses a lot of those. I, I feel like, Every single woke argument against, you know, actual good <laughs> uh, offensive comedy, he addresses in the special, such as he, br- he brings up the idea that words are not violence He's all, when he makes the disabled toddler joke. Uh, there's the punching oh out, gosh, punching yeah. down. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. Yeah. I wrote some of those down too. We can get into specific. Yeah. I, like everyone should go watch it, but like they're but I am gonna spoil some specific jokes yeah. too, because they're hilarious. Johnny Boy Quick Dress says offensive comedy is redundant. I agree. I think most com- like you know, there's like nice jokes and stuff, which I, I appreciate those. I like those as well. But like I don't know, when you're like it's offensive, like, like oh that's dark. I love dark humor. I love the, the- I, I love jokes when you're like, if the response, because I like to say too soon, but like, I don't mean it. I just think that it's funny to say that kind of thing. Yeah, and, oh, G-Man, thank you for the super chat, G-Man. He says, hey, Beverly, I'll give you another $5 to go live on an island in the Pacific. I would love to. I don't know if that $5, they'll use this $5 to take a ride to a <laughs> island. I've never been outside of Hawaii. I've never been to another island in the Pacific um it's peep frogs or something are getting really loud right now too so i didn't
1: hear it good okay good i can't
0: um but yeah so the yeah yeah, you watched the whole thing
1: i did i did watch the whole thing but i feel like he addresses every possible point that they have against comedy like the punching up, punching down, the words is violence, uh, violence not being actual violence. Like mm-hmm. all these things, he he already made fun of them. Like he already addressed how stupid he, they are.
0: Yeah, he taught, and he, uh, where was it? I think it's, is it this article or another one where it said, uh, let me see, this might be the wrong article. Hang on. Um, do, 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 do. We, oh, yeah, here it is. It, is it going to let me you switch? You t- <laughs> It won't, it won't let me switch. Why? <laughs> why is this happening? Streamyard's being stupid.
1: <laughs> While well, you're struggling with that, Tom Hancock outlaw says, rest in peace, Ray Liotta, sad face. Yeah, yeah, I saw
0: he it. Died, I died today. today. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, no,
1: I was upset, honestly. Bad timing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um okay is this showing up correctly i don't know why it won't let me switch tabs um, no, that's weird. but uh okay so uh, i think this was uh glad and the quote says we watched the ricky gervais quote-unquote comedy special on netflix so you don't have to it's full of graphic dangerous anti-trans rants masquerading as jokes he also spouts anti-gay rhetoric and spreads inaccurate information about hiv Uh, And so I just thought, like, did you actually watch this? Because he, like, talks about how he's joking. And, like, that was kind of a part that sort of bothered me where I'm like, you you know, when you have a joke and then you explain, this is a joke. And I'm like, well, if you have to explain the joke, then it. But, like, I also understood why he had to because this is going to happen. And it did. Even though he explained it.
1: I mean, he said at the very beginning when he did the joke about female comedians and he, like, you know, where he goes, and, and, you know, and female comedians essentially aren't funny, and he's like, oh, no, no, they really are, like, um, and, like, he does, he can't, and he pretends, yeah. not, and, like, <laughs> like, oh, and the thing is, though, is that, like, he, and then he goes into to explain, see, that's comedy, I'm pretending to say the wrong thing, and you laugh at it because you, you know it's a joke. And it's, mm-hmm. like, he did that at the very beginning because he has to, like, try to head them off at the pass. That's, no, I'm fucking joking. He literally said he would pretend to be right-wing, he would pretend to be left-wing. Yes. Whatever direction you have to go to make the because joke work.
0: And I, and that was something that I re- resonated with because, like, that is, like, I, I like yeah. I'll say stuff or laugh at stuff. Like I might not agree with it, like but if it's funny, it's funny. Like you can make a, a. At Second City, they had like Trump jokes and stuff, and at first they were funny, but then it was like here's the same joke for the thousandth time, and like so it got old and low hanging fruit. But it was just like yeah, you know, some of it was actually funny at first, and or just or if I make a joke too, like yeah, it's just. Hey, this is funny. If, like, whether I believe it or not, um, I he, you know, he talked about like, I'll, I'll be smart, I'll be stupid, I'll be to, like, Yeah, like that's a, if it just makes it more fun for like the other person to for me to play it and a, like do yeah. a certain persona, like even just talking, you know, with here too. Like, sometimes, like, I'll put in a sort of like caricature of myself and a certain thing to, to make a point or make a joke or whatever. I'm like, Yeah. So, and then if it's funnier that I'm stupid and then they laugh at me, I'm like, okay, I'll take, like, I'll take whatever laughs I can get Um. (laughs) well
1: that's why I think the jester is supposed to do that and the and they they want to say that oh no 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 no! you got to punch up not down and I've I've heard that so often all the
0: time for
1: years I've heard it and I'm like you know if it's funny it doesn't matter like I don't I don't care there's a there's I've heard um jokes that would affect like if I was a whiny bitch i guess i would say they would be offensive to me because of personal things in my life but yeah. i'm not so i'm not oversensitive and uh also being able to laugh about things shows a sense of humility and it shows a sense of acceptance about yourself and the world and that's one of the reasons why i think there's so much assault on comedy from the woke is that it's like you're not you you lack acceptance of reality. you last you have so much insecurity yeah
0: handle it. I it that's what <clears> I think <throat> it makes sense because uh, despite them trying to be like everything is per- like the, the the you can't fat shame you can't do any like the mental health is is like it's totally fine I think it's because they hate themselves and I think like even though they keep trying to say like here are all the terrible things that we're saying are okay but deep down you know like this isn't good for me this is bad and then I'm miserable and I want to make everyone else miserable because I can't take self-responsibility and try <laughs> and like get my life more on track and uh and so I I think that's what it comes down to like and they hit every single subject out there any hobby or stuff and comedy uh it just it hurts hurts me so much with comedy though because like that's why we ended up leaving Chicago too or leaving like the comedy side of things because I was like this isn't fun anymore people are too sensitive about stuff you can't make jokes like I think you you know anti-women jokes are hilarious and but then it's just like they but they're always on stage having to talk about like I'm a woman and this is how great women are I'm like it's not funny when you talk about how awesome things are it's funny when you think like oh my life sucks like I'm terrible at everything and I'm I'm Asian and a woman and I can't drive and like (laughs) self-deprecating humor is great uh,
1: if you if uh, so like yeah I've seen some of those comedians they go up there and they start giving a lecture about how awesome they are and <laughs> what a badass they are and I'm like God shoot me please
2: uh, yeah. it's, it's,
1: like that's not funny like so like he made a joke about there being no funny female comedians but Kathleen Madad like it's he's true. not serious by the way like but I uh, I I do agree that there aren't a lot of actual funny female comedians right now because. A lot because of them are always st-
0: talking about the same thing yeah, about being a woman. I and know. Feet, I there were
1: it. some older, like, I felt like back in the 90s, we had more funny female comedians.
0: Like, Kathleen Madigan was fucking hilarious. I don't know if you've watched much of her. I haven't. I do do like mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres' stand-up from the 90s, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> her <laughs> 90s stand-up was
1: pretty good. But, like, uh, um, yeah, Kathleen uh, Madigan, who's who's kind of an alcoholic, completely
0: willing to admit mm, that not surprising i think <laughs> and most she's... comedians are very unhappy people <laughs> 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 i'll tell you a little secret about the industry
1: <laughs> but she's she's best friends with Louis black if that tells you a bit oh, about okay uh, yeah, who yeah. she is and she is really funny uh she's one of, i think she's one of the best comedians but uh which puts her as probably the be- the funniest female comedian out there, uh, right now, especially someone with specials. Like, I'm I'm not going to say anything. The thing is though, is that I think I don't think a a really funny female comedian is out there, like going to be successful, not because, Uh,
0: she's not funny but because probably she's she's making say bad jokes jokes. Mm -hmm. exactly I mean I mean bad as in as in not they're 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 actually funny jokes but that aren't allowed anymore
1: exactly yeah I'm pretty sure there's one of there's a few of them out there who are not making you know you know not rising to the top Mm -hmm. because of the fact that Mm -hmm. they're not making jokes that are
0: acceptable. acceptable They want the same thing. Like it becomes like this cutout thing of just like, oh, here's the next female comedian or whatever like that, that um that you just can't you you have to abide by the rules. And, and so I'm not really into stand like I don't watch a ton of stand up ever. Um so I've done like sketch and improv. So the stand up is like a different type of yeah sub industry. But uh but yeah, but like similar things with that though too, because it's just like the women again, you'd go improv is you're playing pretend okay that's that's what it is and (laughs) but then and they would go on stage and and again talk about how like I'm this strong powerful woman and blah 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 I'm like that's well isn't that what you are already like you know allegedly already though too like go on (laughs) stage (laughs) and just play something else like you can be um uh, you know a dinosaur astronaut or something like Mm -hmm. you're playing pretend you can be anything and then you as the person who's doing this can be funny and I'm like hey I like you because your character was hilarious and you're doing something funny rather than just talking about how you as a woman slash the character you're playing are funny though too like so like know yeah, you're taking it out and and it just and there were so many like that who I saw and people who were so aff- offended but I, I can't remember if I talked about this last week or on on a different stream I don't know they, they're all <laughs> blended together but yeah I just remember when I had to do a two prov so it was just like one like this one guy and me and and he was from australia he we had to do like a 20 minute set and so we're just doing a bunch of different scenes throughout it and at one point he was like yelling at me and he he called me a bitch and then um so after the after the the set was over i sat down and the one girl like turned to me and she's like are you okay <laughs> and, and i was yeah why And like oh because like you know he called you a bitch and Oh, did he? Like, like I don't remember, like, I was the, the character, like, I didn't, and then I think he, like, if he was around, like, he was trying to, like, say something, I was like, I don't care, like, no, that was fine, like, you know, my boyfriend calls me that all the time, like, I'm used to this. so. Uh, it, it's just, like, it was so weird to me, I'm like, why, are you, why wouldn't I be okay, like, we were playing pretend, and I'm <laughs> and like I just went away, like he was an angry like a mean character and then and and it's always more fun for me to like play like pathetic like weird pathetic characters though too because again the self-deprecating I had trouble in improv when like if you weren't you, you weren't supposed to like really attack and be like you know aggressive you didn't want to like start fights necessarily so then I was always just like hello I like your shirt and then like I didn't know how to be funny but when I was able to like oh I can make fun of myself and be mean to myself like that's that's how I'm gonna do this.
2: I
1: didn't uh, I was never into stand up or improv myself, but I wrote comedic plays. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I
1: wrote a lot of them, actually. Little 10 minute scripts, mostly um, and one one act. Uh, And I I really enjoyed it. Like comedy was always really fun to me. And partially I used to I like watch that line
0: Comedy was always fun to me. Yeah. Oh, no one really yeah, I know.
1: That- I mean, some people. It's kind of insane how much well, like some the, people um, hate the SJWs
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do, I do I know, I understand.
1: Like it, it, it's a weird thing now to be into comedy, apparently. Mm-hmm. But like, I I <laughs> used to watch
0: stand-up specials
1: like mad.
0: I memorized. All of Eddie Izzard's dress to kill my friend in high school she she memorized several Eddie Izzard uh monologues and stuff because I, I was just thinking about that like yesterday or maybe today because uh, uh Ricky Gervais mentioned him and I was in a yeah and, yeah he and,
2: does <laughs> and I was thinking like
0: she she did that and like Stephen Fry and stuff because she was really into like stand-up and all that too but she would do like all the monologues and things and I would, um yeah I would go to school and like.
1: Repeat it all to my friends, mm-hmm. and like, because yeah. I remember <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were we friends in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the same age, but um, uh, yeah. So to me, I'm sort of like I miss. I I kind of stopped watching a lot of stand up comedy because a lot of it wasn't good anymore. I just and I used to like a lot of women in comedy too, and then I I just kind of got bored with it because I was like, they, no one's willing to be like offensive no one's willing to take risks anymore except for like a handful of guys and it's like this is ridiculous why and and then they get lambasted afterwards every time and and then so many stand-ups now are a lecture they're a literal lecture on being a human being
0: (laughs) well that's what uh again at Second City I and just for people who don't know I worked at Second City on the nights st- so I was a server and then got to perform and stuff throughout but Second City is a theater where people go and then and a lot of them go to like SNL or other things that night, IO I- theater but anyway at Second City they have it's a sketch show and then they do improv at the end but there was the one show called uh w- I think it was Winner of Our Discontent like winner it was after Trump got elected so then and the cast it was Uh, specific uh, there was three white people and three black people and the show and I liked like the the performers in it though and the director too like he was uh, he he would perform with other faculty members because it's you know theater Um, and he was hilarious but the show itself was so preachy and it was like calling out like oh like white people are racist was like the theme throughout it and there were so many uh, audience members who would walk out of that show and then but Ooh. then no one would ever like learn anything like because the other night staff people and stuff they're like oh they're just w- racist white people who don't want to listen like no it's because you're calling them racist and they're not and they just wanted to come to a show and have a good time and instead they're being preached to about how racist they are when they're not yeah uh, and it was no, just that's like, I, that's such I re- a mistake <laughs> there was a couple there at there that I was serving and they were leaving early and I felt that because like they were drinking a bit those so they were also getting kind of drunk but it was because they were like unhappy and like trying to you know drink away the annoyance but then they were leaving and I had to catch them before they walked off without paying but then they're just <laughs> like uh but they're saying because they were both military people and so they were like just kind of offended and all that too and I was trying to sympathize like no I get it like I agree with you <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm to, like the box office and like see about getting a refund or something Then I'm just like I get it but can you pay your tab
2: <laughs> <laughs> you uh, they?
0: Yeah, yeah, because I think they already had the card on file. They just need to, like, sign sign at the Ooh. end. So um, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just, like, but I think it was the tip. That's why I had him, like, just yeah, sh- no. tip here. Like, I, I relate to you. Like, I'm I'm here for you. Please uh, tip. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Ted they did. I think they were fine.
1: Ted O'Mara has a good comment. When you go out to a stand-up comedy show, then find out it's a TED Talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. essentially what we're experiencing.
0: I will say, people don't really look up what things are, because a lot of the people that came to Second City were like, I thought this was going to be stand-up, like, this is a sketch comedy theater, like <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't bother, like, researching anything at all about this, like sometimes there was stand-up, but it was just like, that. this is what they're known for, <laughs> <is sketch laughs> and improv, like, and then, like, I know that you're like just visiting a town, so you know some of the audience they weren't that great. But again, you could be stupid, but not all racist. So it's just like yeah. those are separate issues. <laughs> like yes, you know, they, they overlap, but like they're not one. I or did the other. have
1: someone. Someone wanted to take me to to a show recently, and uh, I looked the person up, and uh, I was kind of like, know because the whole point was for us to go do something that was apolitical and just mm-hmm. fun but the the person the, the stand-up comedian they wanted us to go see was known for the best Trump roast <laughs> and I was like yeah good neutral territory yeah right here. Right.
0: <laughs> um real quick karsar st joseph says whose line is it anyway was the best and yes it was that was very much an inspiration for me growing up and why eventually i went to second city to do improv too i met colin mockery and brad sherwood before when i was 15 we went to a show up north here in erie and uh after like we were driving, my dad and I went, and, and then we were driving, and they were like back behind this like back door area. So we stopped, and like, well, let me go. And I'm wearing this Colin Mockley t-shirt on it, and um, that I ironed on. It was just his face that I ironed on, because he was in a commercial. I forget what they were called. It was like the hundred calorie snack commercials and qu- and he would say snack oh. happy so I had that quote on there and this bright yellow shirt and I went up and I had like an extra printout I got a picture with him and Brad and I felt bad that it wasn't a picture of Brad
2: that I had him <laughs> sign. but
0: I was I like you too but I'm really into the bald guy over here so
2: he's That's my favorite funny. <laughs> um, and
0: then I saw Colin again at Second City at one point and I, I was in a different theater that they're connected and I just remember like following behind him with a tray of things I was just like I really like want to reach out and I'm almost crying like wanna say hello to you <laughs> Can to you touch your
1: bald, bald head considering how much I loved Eddie Izzard back in the, like the late 90s early 2000s you would think I would have had a chance to come, go see him at some point but I never did and I, I, I kind of regret that because I don't think he's quite the same as he was he also uh, like went more into marathoning like a lot like bike marathons like all the time and it was like okay, well, you're doing this instead of comedy
2: <laughs> no, kind of like
0: stalking. I don't care about health yeah <laughs> Um, that's funny. I I love Wayne Brady. Drew Carey show was good too. I did like that. I love yeah. Ryan and Colin are my favorite. They were a great duo. Oh my gosh! And then on Drew Carey show, uh, Diedrich Bader still love him. He's oh yeah, so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> he love was
1: him.
2: good.
1: Uh, so. I I loved the um in on the Drew Carey show. The idea that Mimi was supposed to be like a one off on the first episode was she. Yeah, and then oh. everyone like really responded to the dynamic particular. I had her no and idea. Drew.
0: Wow. And she, I mean, can you imagine that show without without Minnie? her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I do love like breakout characters too, where they're like, oh, I didn't expect this in any show. But like they're like, okay, well now we're just gonna play more into that. Uh, I was sort of like Butters on South Park. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Butters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Randy. Butters and Randy are my favorite breakout characters. Like, pretty much of all time. Well, not just South Park, but like the, the Butters episode. Like, it's Butters. That's neat. And like- <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I forgot. It's been so long since I've watched any South Park. I always loved Butters and Kenny. I don't know why Kenny is one of my favorites, Kenny was but he also- is. <laughs> Didn't understand I- anything he said. I love. There's the uh,
1: episode where uh, with Michael Jackson and there's that kid that they're gonna replace, <laughs> with, and he's all like, he's sorry. He's like, I don't know that this is a good idea, guys. And he's like talking, and you're like, who the hell is this kid? And then like Michael Jackson flings him up into the ceiling, and he dies. And that's when <laughs> yeah. you hear, he killed Jenny. <laughs> 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 Too fast. and it's like that, like the the killing kennedy Ken, kenny jokes got really kennedy, fancy
0: Freudian after something. a
1: while yeah not kennedy but like <laughs> uh because like that one like they started playing with it in really interesting mm-hmm, ways you mm-hmm. know and uh so like they made it they instead of it just being like this one note thing they had to do every episode they're like well how they were started like challenging themselves on how they could do it and make it f- fresh and new again which i thought was awesome I know a lot of people like, uh, you know, didn't like that show, but that show came out when I was in
0: fourth grade, I want to say. Yeah, was it like nineteen ninety eight or something?
1: Yep, I was I was pretty young. Uh, I was in elementary school when it came out, and I did start watching it almost immediately.
0: Like, <laughs> I, I did not start watching it. I never got into it until college, when my roommate he had me watch. Uh, uh, Team America. Is that the right Oh yeah, yeah. Name of it? So I watched that first and I was like, this is incredible. What was that show I called? <laughs> yes. so and then I just like powered through all like 15 seasons or whatever it was.
2: That,
1: yeah, now uh, we're up to like 20. It's been a real yeah. long time.
2: Um,
1: uh, and I, I, I did stop watching it once they got, they they took it off of some streaming platform. I can't remember which one and I stopped watching it. Although it's on, I think it's on HBO Max now.
0: Which I have, oh, I could totally okay. watch it again. <laughs> um, no Fun No Hope says Unsafe Space is an anti-Kennedy sleeper cell. We'll finish the job. <laughs> and I'm just reading that quote. It's not I'm not confirming or denying. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> uh Okay, so I, I do want to talk more about all these other tangents, but to bring it back a little bit to Ricky Gervais, I am going to play the clip that you sent me on YouTube. I don't know if i oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. demonetized, but whatever, we're not making money anyway. Um, <laughs> but let me see. Again, it will not let me switch. A streamer usually is like, oh, you want to switch tabs? And yes, I do, but it won't let me do that, so I have to stop sharing and then reshare every time now. Oh, this gosh. is ridiculous <laughs> streaming. <laughs> okay super nature trans joke um all right let's see if my internet can handle this no can you hear that yeah
3: women i I mean the old-fashioned ones you know the old-fashioned women oh god you know the ones with wombs (laughs) (laughs) those fucking dinosaurs No, I love the, the new women. I know the new women, they're great, aren't they? You know, the new ones we've been seeing lately, the, one, the ones with beards and cocks. They're as, good as, <laughs> they're as good as gold, I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned, and now the old-fashioned, they go like, Oh, they want to use our toilets! Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies! They are ladies, look at their pronouns!
2: <laughs>
3: what about this person that isn't a lady? Well, his penis. Her penis you fucking (laughs) bigot What if he rapes me What if she rapes you You fucking Turf whore
2: Uh,
0: Yeah so all like the whole thing is great to be fair i didn't understand all of the british references he he said um but uh most of them i got but like the rest like the whole thing was just really he talks so much about like he even specifically talked about woke comedy and and how it wasn't good and yeah uh what do you say he would rather wa- i think i wrote the notes down uh he would rather oh he said the woke comedy i would rather watch louis ck masturbate <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't mention him anymore he got no, canceled, no, he's uh, canceled. Yeah. he so uh, so again everyone should go watch this but i am going to spoil a f- couple more jokes here too i like the one where he he talked like he got a tweet and um and someone's like call yourself a comedian you're about as funny as a fart at a baby's funeral and he, <laughs> he talks about how like that's hilarious <laughs> I'm just describes the whole thing. like he's right yeah that would be funny <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> my uh, i
1: i do think actually my favorite takedown of the woke comedy was the whole thing about the words is violence thing where he's he makes the joke about punching up versus punching down and he says sometimes you do have to punch, have to down. punch down like when oh, you're I punching and disabled a toddler say to <laughs>
0: And if, then, you, if you punch up, you might miss the little cunt. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he goes, "See, you laugh
1: because you know it's just words. If I had actually brought a disabled toddler out here and started punching him, you wouldn't be okay with it."
0: And he's like, "And that's why I took it out of the set. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I stopped doing it." <laughs> Oh you. <laughs> okay. so funny i mean, I, I love dead baby jokes hard. too
1: oh i know i haven't laughed that hard in a in a few yeah. years from a stand-up like yeah. it's been years since i've seen a stand-up well, that good well, the
0: uh, uh, um, what's his name dave chappelle the the sticks and stones one a couple years ago like that, that actually cracked me up too like and he had some offensive stuff too like and i think again some like trans like lgbt jokes um but like i thought that was good but he, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I just thought like this, this, this whole special, like he was, it was really great, and and I get, it was funny because like, oh, you're this is so offensive. Like all the jokes that he's saying about, I, I won't spoil any more. Oh no, one he, more.
1: Well, the, and uh, I did notice that some people were like, oh, so it's just the trans jokes. He makes fun of a lot of people,
0: of everything, yeah, of everyone. Like
1: so many people. He and- makes fun of overweight people. He makes fun of women. He makes fun of. Like men, he makes fun of everyone, and and it's like so.
0: Only Those these jokes, okay. yeah,
3: everything
0: else the, is fine. Yeah, everything He even else is fun. Kind of like Muslim jokes too, because he was saying yeah. something about like oh, like when you're wearing the. Whatever they call it, I can't think of what it's called right now. Burka. yeah. And then you know, like that's not up to to like me to decide whether where whether she wears one or not. That's up to her husband.
2: Yes, (laughs) exactly.
0: And then so that he's just like, but so yeah, he made fun of everyone, and uh, and then he would still explain how like all these are all jokes though, and you can't really have jokes anymore, and um. It was just I don't know I thought that was great. He even referenced the what was it, when he's talking about abortion, like the anti-abortion thing. I thought was funny because he talked about the the you're given the story of like oh the the mother with too many kids and like and they're deaf or whatever and then then like oh you just killed Beethoven and then the other one is just like oh they're perfect family and you live and like oh you just let Hitler be born. I'm like I remember this in my seventh grade history class. I did hear and I think about that every now and then for some reason. But I'm like he's right. Oh, this happened
1: <laughs> it was funny when he started saying that there were those the, that story going around i'd never heard of it before that was like, like him he was the first one i was like wow i've i've managed to escape this part of the abortion debate and i'm totally cool with that because this is a dumb argument honestly
0: yeah yeah and <laughs> that's been stuck with me for 17 years 18 years now. <laughs> so think about that uh real quick, let me just thank uh Silverlock Are you gonna use this? come on StreamYard? Come on. Thank you, Silverlock, for the super chat. I guess I should get the super chat in before it's too late then. Yes, before it's too late. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um thank you he what else what are we missing here dave Chappelle and white faces comedy girl oh my gosh the kkk one where he's where he's the the leader or do you ever see the sketch of it's dave i
1: kind of remember that it was i I, it was it's it's not not deep in my memory but yeah
2: (laughs) yeah that was
0: good i love uh Well, I mean, we were just talking about this last week, too, though, all the blackface and stuff, too. Like, uh, all the, like, 30 Rock, where they got rid of the two episodes from it, too. Like, no, like, it's hilarious. Like, and they did such a good job. Like, so it's. um, Yeah
1: awesome one says carter failed to insult me last night naturally he did insult my hair he said he didn't he did
0: (laughs) (laughs) he used it as an example if he did so it's kind of like yeah but but then but he threw it so it was like oh yeah like if i were to say that i didn't like it like i would choose the hair but it's not like oh yeah i know (laughs) how you feel about that carter he insults yeah, me really. all the time on and off air. Uh <laughs> That's what I told him too. I'm going to I'll make fun of Carter right here right right here right now. Um he I told him to stop saying I like I hate when people do such and such cuz he did that on a stream with a guest on narrative dissonance and I was like stop saying that cuz it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it to me once, but I, like, I guess he was, I was doing, I, I mentioned something about computers because it was a joke saying like, oh, you two, like no computers." So do you know this thing? And he's like, I hate when people do that and assume a computer. I'm like, I wasn't serious. Like, I don't actually think that I was just like, sp- again, playing stupid because I'm like, oh yeah, that was the point was the joke that like, that people hate. Like, you know, like, oh, you, you, you guys so know each weird. other, you're computers.
1: I, sometimes I think you're self-deprecating humor, or, and your sense of humor flies right over his <laughs> head. Not, not
0: to insult Carter! <laughs> he has to be in the mood for it, though, because like, if he's like focused on, like, I'm being serious right now, all my jokes. Like, I will just do like a lot of deadpan stuff and like just throw out, and then like it's so over his head, though, I'm like, mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I grew up in a very, very acerbic house- household with where people would use irony not really sarcasm because sarcasm requires you to have a certain tone but irony where people would say things completely serious not meaning it at all and so like Mm. I usually pick that up like a lot faster than most people Mm -hmm. and I will do it myself too unfortunately
0: (laughs) I think I need you to Uh, keep track of me when I say things and tell me whether it's sarcasm or irony because now I'm not sure what I do I mean I probably do both but now I don't I don't know (laughs) sarcasm has that obvious tone
1: like you you're practically rolling your eyes when you're saying no and then oh good irony is more like you're playing a bit and you are acting like you are serious that's that,
0: I mean, I it's love- like a slight difference. I had a coworker and when I worked at the newspaper and I think I mentioned this on a show before too, but, but he was just, he was so good at irony then because like he would say things with such a straight face and they would be so hilarious. Like and it, the, the same example that I used before, cause I can't think of the hundreds of others that he did, but he I needed a password for him. So he like looked it up on his computer, but the way the password showed up was like hidden. So he was just reading like, he's like, uh, circle 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 and like but, like, but he would like everything you do you just like keep a straight face like and never even break he mm-hmm. <laughs> was so funny at that um in in an improv class that i had to do i i'm really bad at again being sincere sometimes because I come off as too sarcastic and I was trying to like do a scene where I was saying to this girl like I love I-, I love flowers and I kept being like I love flowers and the teacher kept making me repeat it and I could not get the line to not sound sarcastic and by the end he was just like what happened to you in your life
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know I don't know I can't I can't do this. I love flowers. <laughs> it's like I hate flowers.
1: <laughs> that reminds me of, it's a Coen Brothers movie. It's not a very good one. Uh, Hail Caesar. I don't know if you've seen it. I have not. Uh-uh. There's this great scene between um, uh, Ray Fiennes and uh, the guy who played Alden Ehrenreich, who played Han Solo, young Han Solo, where oh, he... Okay. He's an actor, and uh, Ray Fiennes is a director, and the line is "Would that it were." And he's supposed to do it with this kind of like tongue-in-cheek kind of attitude. And so then they're just going back and forth saying "Would, would that it were, would that it were," <laughs> like over and over and over again. And then like it cuts with them still doing it, and then you see them like do the actual scene, and he goes. It's complicated. <laughs> Change the line <laughs> to avoid his delivery. And I, I, that like mostly that movie is not funny. But that scene is just die with laughter because they just go back and forth. And I love Alden Ehrenreich. I don't think I, I think a lot of people hate his guts because he was attached to the Solo project as uh, Young Han Solo. But he's amazing. That. Like he's yeah. so good.
0: <laughs> yeah oh okay well that's good to know and I'll have to if there's so many things that I every t- like hunch on, sh- on these shows where I'm like oh I need to look into this so I have like the list of everything that I like keep forgetting to do Care are. Yeah. Asks what's Thirty Rock, uh, and if that's a sincere question, it is Tina Fey's sitcom from like 2005 to 2012. I think it was, and it was it was great because I love live action shows that are cartoony, and it was really good at like having this cartoony feel to it. Um, Kenneth was the best character; he was a breakout character to me. Um, like everyone loved him. He uh, did
1: the voice of um, Felix Scott. from. Fitz it the Fitzit Felix character right it right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I met I met him once at a at Second City again too, because we'd have like different people come in. I had to serve him. He was super he's like just as friendly as as he is as Kenneth. <laughs> like <laughs> same demeanor. <laughs> just the same person.
1: He was very friendly as Fix It Quilates, too. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. That thing? <laughs> they, just, they just toss him into different things. I'm like, no, but it works because everyone loves you. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell, you're the same character and everything, but like, it's okay because I love you. <laughs> uh, well, uh,
1: I do think Will Ferrell was very good as the main character of f- Stranger Than Stranger Fiction. Stranger Fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that movie so much. It, not because it's funny, but because it's weird. I, I like weird stuff. I mean I mean that comes with the territory of being a magic realist writer. You like the weird shit and like there's no sense making to that like suddenly one of her characters is
0: real kind of plot line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long I I don't think I've watched that movie in a, like a decade, but like I've I remember I remember th- I liked it, but yeah, like I had some weird
1: I probably weird watch it once a year at least. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: What i do with bad christmas movies um <laughs> the, like roman-
1: the romantic christmas movies or the,
0: the rom-com the terrible ones on hulu and stuff like mm-hmm. i just power through like i love those. <laughs> like from like december 1st through through january sometimes because there's a lot of them so i just keep like christmas is continuing and uh, i i do like christmas
1: rom-coms myself but yes. uh only I, I i only like a select few like i won't i won't watch bad ones the one oh, that one with Melissa Joan Hart
0: uh the one with the handcuffed the yeah, yeah, yeah whatever the it's handcuffs called Christmas in heaven like Yeah, and I was the, I watched that for the first time this year yeah
1: yeah I watched that years ago when it came out I was like this looks interesting and Mario Lopez was the dude and yeah. I, I liked it I thought
2: it was good she um,
0: she was in another a recent one too. It was either I think it was new this past year and you could tell that they did it on a like low budget and like six <laughs> actors in this film. Cause it was like, hey, this is a definitely coof film here that they're trying. Cause she's like, I showed up late to the Christmas party. It's all over. So no, there's no one here except the My, my love interest. Uh, <laughs> like, this party is completely empty. Cause I was like, missed it by that much. <laughs> uh, so I thought like, yeah, though, this is, and she, she was a podcast. So she, she ran. She ran a podcast, and but like you could is. tell that like they didn't actually know how podcasts work. <laughs> so, so it's just I forget the whole thing but it was just like wow, this is uh really threw this together last minute, but
2: that's funny. loved it anyway. <laughs> Carestar also
0: says, Beverly really should have been the lady of the manor in that movie. She just oozes that Britishness." Which movie? I don't know. Yeah, I remember time mean, I mean, of the manor I, was it a manor movie. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um what else do we have here in chat oh wait movie we'll oh no he sent another one okay it's curse of the were rabbit oh curse of the were rabbit I, I don't know, I don't that, know one. that one yeah <laughs> neither of, of us know it where Rabbit. what that's not how you spell where is it that for- <laughs> that's <laughs> probably oh, <wear>? <laughs> where it's a werewolf well, okay,
1: so awesome one says, "Pretty lady, handsome man. There's no way they'll get together." The point <laughs> of escapist fiction and you know narratives is that you know the outcome, and <sighs> the the outcome is expected, and it's supposed to be enjoyable to you in some way, and you just you're alone for the enjoyable ride. That yes. so that's the point of a rom com, like is that at the end they get together. There were laughs in between, and that's
0: it. (laughs) That's why, like, How I Met Your Mother was still kind of, like, there was part like, there was disappointing. Like, you kind of liked it, and then kind of, well, we can get into that if we talk about How I Met Your Father. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it kind of had this, like, disappointing. A lot of people are disappointed, at least, by it. Um, Okay, anything else on Ricky Gervais? on his oh. day like watch it if you haven't seen it super nature it's on netflix he keeps talking like all the jokes he says too. that's not going to make it in and yeah they did. he did i was actually surprised enough. netflix kept it in like they didn't i mean i don't know if they yeah, edited out other things know, like, but favorite
1: parts was like fuck it netflix already bought it yeah
2: yeah yeah whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I I'm I, I was happy that Netflix didn't really do anything to it. They didn't take it down. They didn't edit it. And I think they should stick to that. If they want to have really good stand-up comedy on their platform, which they have always had, like this idea that they're going to have stand-up on, you know, original stand-up on Netflix, then they can't pull their punches. They can't expect their stand-up comedians to pull their punches either. They have to be ready for something offensive and they have they have like a handful of offensive comics on there with some pretty (laughs) (laughs) intense jokes Um, so I'm it is I think it's smart of them to keep going in that direction. and I don't want them to
0: to change it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, despite the complaints that they're going to be getting to, like, of the whiny people on Twitter or whatever, like, they... I think you're going to have a lot more people who, especially for Reage Your Face, explaining why things are terrible, like, how stupid... Like, he agrees with the stuff that you're... But these are just jokes. And then, so, when you think you have that, I think a lot more people can relate to it that aren't going to be as offended by everything.
1: Well, here's a word we need to be using. It's not really offensive. It's irreverent, and it he,
0: should be. <laughs> also, he I liked how he described too that it was this like he this comedian isn't. Uh, it's not that the comedian is unfunny. It's that you find him unfunny. Yeah. It's he, not he, that he, this is offensive. It's that you, you you're offended by it though. But like yeah, he
1: made he put it on the subjective instead of the mm-hmm. objective level, and he's right about yeah. that.
0: Yeah, Uh, so I really like that.
1: What we find enjoyable or, uh, you know, offensive or unenjoyable or whatever or painful, that's all subjective. And uh, the fact that he literally says that is awesome.
0: Yeah. And I felt I I did feel kind of bad, though, that he, again, like had kind of had the need to explain stuff. But he was also good about um making the explanations jokes too so it was just like to like you know he was at the the edge of like is this going to be preachy like oh but you're throwing in like actual humor here and um especially when you're like i'm trying to make a serious point and then you make an like offensive joke um uh, so then it was just like yes like that's how you do it (laughs) yeah Um,
1: instead of he didn't go into a paragraph long lecture
0: (laughs) we didn't have audience members walking out (laughs) Um, (laughs) On the comedy topic, then too, we can briefly go over. I don't think there's a ton to say, but the comedian Tyler Fisher, who let me see if I have this on here, Tyler Fisher.
2: Uh, Oh, there
0: you got to the camera. (laughs) Squinting, like I can't see. My eyes are too small. (laughs) Uh, Okay because like the the way streamer pops up it just has the little list of names and stuff too and sometimes no idea. Even, so. <laughs> it's the worst um okay so it's comedian tyler fisher claims he was rejected by agent for being white and then i, w- I don't really want to listen to the whole thing but essentially like he has a recording and it is just confirming like yeah they're not accepting white people right now and so isn't he suing is that really right? he's he's doing some sort of
1: he's suing and the thing um, is that he actually recorded was, them telling him that they're not hire that they're not signing him on mm-hmm. because he's a white guy and he it's literally recorded it
0: <laughs> it's not uh it's not anything new though, like the, so I'm not surprised. And, and this is stuff that people have been told, like even when I was back in Chicago too, like I had friends being told by, uh, by the instructors and stuff saying like, yeah, like white people aren't really going to be getting hired anymore. Like this isn't your time to be doing this. And they weren't like directly tell, like rejected. They're just saying, this is the state of things right now. Um, and so it's, and I think it's still happening. I think I still know people who are like that. And, um, but what I think is newsy here is that like he's he's like f- trying to fight back and trying to actually say like hey this is racist like <laughs> actually He said
1: this happened a couple of years ago in fact.
0: Oh uh, okay, and, okay.
1: Uh he built up his own podcast, got a started getting his own kind of shows and stuff like that. And he wanted but he felt like okay, so no one's doing this. I literally have a recording of them saying it. I should hold them accountable and and we should start making you know it clear that this is still discrimination still illegal
2: Mm -hmm. and i agree
1: with him like i i know it's hard like the thing is though is that at the time that it happened he probably didn't have the financial ability to really sue them he does now uh so i'm i'm happy he's doing it um it's funny, though, because he's, he kind of accused Bill Maher recently of stealing one of his jokes.
0: Oh. Oh, I think yeah. I might have heard something about that. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it depends on what it is, too, because sometimes it's like, uh, you know, if it's topical, people might come up with the same thing. So I don't know for sure what the situation yeah. is. But.
1: Well, what it was is that uh, he, on Twitter, Tyler had made a joke about wanting to have been a pirate when he was a kid, and thank God his parents didn't, like, Get him, get like one of his legs removed or something like that. And Bill Maher made that joke essentially uh, in his trans bit recently on his show. And uh, so he's he basically accused him of stealing that joke because it's almost exactly the same. Like on, yeah. they literally are both talking about pirates and being having pirate affirming care essentially. And it's like, wow, that is that's pretty damn close i'm not i'm not gonna uh, assume that bill moore like stole it first of all he has writers i know he has writers and secondly he, um it's possible to land on the same joke it is
0: right yeah <sighs> so i mean i don't i don't want to say that like that's totally that it's not true that it, and that he did steal it but i also just don't want to i just I, I i do know that people like happen to come up with a similar <laughs> similar ideas and stuff too you'd
1: have to you'd have to prove that one of his writers or that he saw the tweet like you'd have to prove it and i don't know that he could anyway so
0: (laughs) there's some sort of construction going on outside down the road so i just don't know if it can be heard in here or not hopefully but again it's hot in here so the windows are open (laughs) Uh, i can't hear it (laughs) I was hoping like this microphone is more directional and I'm hoping it doesn't pick up everything out my computer's freaking out too and fans noise. anyway uh yeah so for Tyler I I, hopefully he I I hope it works out though because I yeah there is racism going on but it's not in the direction that a lot of people all the time um but especially just for like in comedy too like the only the punching up is just always ends up being white people and I guess getting back to that topic real quick is that I have always been like I, I have been unsure about it where people everyone kind of agrees that like punching up is okay like you can't punch elsewhere and and I I never took like a strong stance one way or another on it but then like the more I think about it I'm like no I think you I want to I can punch everywhere <laughs> like because it's because like it, Everyone, everyone can be up or down depending on like on context and things though. And like I can see myself as like the, I, well, I guess that's where the self-deprecation comes from. I see myself at the very bottom of everything. So then, <laughs> uh, so everything is punching up from here. The um, first
1: time I really heard that, it was in a an infographic that I saw on Facebook. And I did not agree with it like immediately. Um, This was years ago before I started doing Unsafe Space, before I was even mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, I think it was in grad school when I saw it because I was friends with a lot of people in grad school. And it was about, it was a stand-up was the example. And, this, and the stand-up comedian made a joke about how the only way that they could get laid was if they date rape. And I laughed. And you're not supposed to laugh apparently at that joke because then it goes into a lecture about why that's wrong. And it shows a woman oh, in the audience it going- Oh, wasn't supposed to. No, we are not supposed to laugh. And, and about how um, her date rape was the worst experience of her life, and I'm like, and, and how always That's, making fun of her, and it's like, surprising. okay, first, yeah, no, <laughs> but like to me, I'm sort of like a uh, problem. There, he's not making fun of date rape victims; he's making fun of himself by suggesting he's so he's pathetic. The old,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: that he can't get laid without breaking the law
0: like mm-hmm. that's not he's that's not punching funny.
1: down even by yeah. your own definition <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and it's just because and then again like the, the triggers and all that too so then people that was another thing you had to like be careful though like or or are there are even i don't know shows and stuff that they talk about like oh there might be this is a trigger there might be trigger warnings Or something or like their trigger warnings at the beginning of a show because they were worried about people like if you have sensitivity to something something don't go to a comedy show like if you have (laughs) concerns that you might get upset by something like stay home like turn off the tv and the lights and just sit in the dark and twiddle your thumbs and then nothing is going to scare you like i understand that trauma happens but like if you're going to a comedy show be prepared that you might can be offended by something though, like or that you know, you might not find something funny. Um yeah,
1: I uh I've heard jokes that I don't find funny that I've I from stand-up comedians that I mostly liked, even I've heard jokes that I didn't find funny. And you know what? I I'm just like, huh, didn't like that joke. I didn't I didn't make a big deal about it, you know? Like it's not a huge deal to not like, oh, that one didn't land with me. And I know it didn't land with me because of like a personal thing. So yeah. so, to, so to me, I'm sort of like, no, I'm I'm okay. But the I think the problem is is lectures masquerading as jokes. Uh-huh. Like, you know, uh-huh. like that isn't that you're not actually intending to be funny. You're intending to force people to learn something. And it's and it's like there's a difference between being pedantic and being a jokester, and I think there's a lot of people who are pretending to be jokesters who are actually pedantic, and yeah. I, that's a huge problem right now.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. I just I, I, again, it's like a, I guess, like that's a sensitive topic for me because of just being of, <laughs> of like, of like leaving, like just getting kind of tired of of being in the comedy world though because i was like yeah like this is just so not funny anymore like it's not fun or funny and i'm just like kind of over it and even before we moved from chicago i just like kind of stopped performing as much and then uh uh, but it was uh, like i was sad about it because it was like i did enjoy this but like this just isn't like the community that i want to be a part of also w- looking back a few minutes winky wanky woo said asked if i survived chicago as a white woman um i'm <laughs> only half white so maybe that's how it worked i don't know if you because he says holy fuck respect so i don't know if you're losing any respect for me now too when i'm not like fully white <laughs> but <laughs> but i uh, just wanted to do that tedx ruined comedy Says awesome one What's TEDx?
1: TEDx is the pathetic version of TED. So I used to watch TED lectures on because I like I like learning things pathetic from all different. I know it is. It is. It definitely is. I, I mean, I feel bad because I actually know a few people who've gone to TEDx, but um, you like it's really weird. You have to pay money to present at TED. And some of them were good. Some of them were like, I was like, OK, it's a celebrity or a politician. Skip like I was watching them in order, and and they were like fifteen years old. So this and some of them are really brilliant. Some of them are art focused. Some of them are technology focused. Some of them are more esoteric philosophy kind of stuff. They could be really interesting, but there are some of them from people who want to pretend as though they are an expert on something, and they're really not. So they end up at TEDx, and uh. I've seen some really bad ones from TEDx. Honestly, there's this one where there's there's this woman going on about what a catch she is, and how she's she's like, why can't I get a a husband? And she's like, these are my this is my list of demands for what I want for a husband. And I'm like, We're bitch, you are not you're not a ten, okay? You are, and you're, <laughs> in, you're in your thirties. I'm in my thirties, by the way. And you're in your thirties. You're not getting the guy with who's worth like. Millions of dollars, hot, and somehow magically has the same political ideals as you. Like this man doesn't exist. You're asking, asking for a unicorn. And by the way, you're annoying. So you're, you're, <laughs> like, you're winning your
2: personality, and that's a TEDx. <laughs> and she
1: thinks she's entertaining too. It was oh. horrible, and uh-huh. and you'll see shit like that all the time at TEDx. It's awful. You'll, you'll see people acting like, well, I don't get it. Why why is reality giving me this slap in the face? And it's like, well, maybe because you fricking deserve it, man. Because you just believe the silliest things about yourself.
0: Is that, so like, there's the, a difference. I don't, I guess maybe it's an overconfidence thing. Cause like you, um, you know, there's the balance of like, oh, if your self-esteem is low, like you need to figure out your your self-worth and all that. Cause then that makes you likable. But then when you're like, you you overestimated your, your worth, and so now you're, so people people don't actually, like, agree with this, though, and, and then you have higher expectations than you probably should, so then you sort of reel it in a little bit. Um, but, uh, I don't know, that sounds like she was trying to do some improv in Chicago comedy industry, because <laughs> I heard the same thing. I heard a lot of the
1: same talks there. Well, there's this, there is this attitude that women have to act like total badasses and and like ape the idea that they're so cool and so awesome and everyone should fall at their feet and I'm like why like we can't possibly all be this awesome first of all there's no way
0: (laughs) if everyone's (laughs) awesome then no one's awesome
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. essentially syndrome comes in and tells us we're not special (laughs) special
2: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's
1: special but yeah and and to me I'm sort of like if you really were this amazing if you really were this desirable you would have what you wanted by now but you're but you don't like i I, either you're doing something to sabotage yourself or you're not as awesome as you think you are and frankly the first one is actually the second one because if you're sabotaging yourself you're not as awesome as you think you are um and and I think that's a huge problem with some of these women who have this idea that they deserve this unicorn man that exists. And and it, first of all, do you know how many sure. of those men there
0: are? <laughs> picturing a unicorn man now. <laughs> like the body of a human with the head of a unicorn or like six pack abs. <laughs> or where's do- the horn place? Is it in a different spot? No. With, you know, the uh, horn
1: on a unicorn was representative of a penis. I like do. I'm not surprised
0: by that because it's very phallic. Speaking of phallic, I know that this microphone is very big, black, and phallic as well. And... <laughs> <laughs>
2: it is what it Please. is,
0: folks.
1: <laughs> well, and also like unicorns would try to like impale virgins.
2: Like, oh yeah. <laughs> huh.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, so that me saying that this is a unicorn man is kind of more like I am. Kind of referencing the idea, but the idea the the problem is that, um,
2: like are you distracted I'm- by the? <laughs> yeah, I, <was. laughs>
0: I know. Sorry, I just saw it. Rodrigo Seraphim put it on screen. Women at, are at their peak at twenty six, and they stay like that for weeks. <laughs> 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 There's two women here who are past twenty six. Um,
2: yeah, really can confirm. Um,
1: well, to me, I'm sort of like. I, I don't know. When it comes to women and what they think about themselves, there's a lot of women out there who think too highly of themselves to think that men should roll over and do everything they want, which is not a relationship, by the way. Uh, and Maybe with a dog. Yeah, really. It's like you tell it to roll over, it rolls over. <laughs> Unless it's like a bulldog or a dachshund, those stubborn breeds that just <laughs> won't do what you tell them to do. Um, but... <laughs> But like yeah they act it's like dude you want a dog in a man's body is what you're asking for you know Alex, this is someone you should
0: command
2: you're <laughs> relating like
0: animals to humans here and it's uh I just keep picturing all of these i know they really get in my head <laughs> Um, real quick in chats too I I, I guess I ruined Winky Winky Woo's joke uh, <laughs> explaining his, uh, the white thing um, mm-hmm. good good because that's what I'm here for I'm going to explain jokes and why they're jokes and why they're funny uh, he also says that he's Scottish and about eight shades lighter than these people claiming to be white so he feels okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's Scottish Whew, yeah that sucks sorry <laughs> to hear that <laughs> Awesome one says, Beverly got graped by cheesecake and coffee. Emotional damage. I don't know what that means. I do love cheesecake, though, but I don't understand. This is over my head. I also hate coffee. I love cheesecake, hate (laughs) coffee, if that means anything to you. I
1: can't eat cheesecake. Love coffee. Oh, (laughs) my God.
0: (laughs) I'm so sad. Alex, your life makes me so sad.
1: (laughs) Why? Because of how limited my diet is?
0: Especially for (laughs) cheesecake.
1: (laughs) sometimes I just do it okay. my- good
0: that's what I would say too if I had issues I'm like if I'm not actually going to like die die then I would eat and still eat I, I mentioned before too on, on a past stream I think when you with you and Carter about like eating that Chinese food that I wasn't sure if gave me incredible pains overnight in my stomach I thought I, I thought I was going to die and then I still ate the leftovers because I didn't know if it was the cause for i I'm like one I don't want to waste food Two, it tasted good. And three, I don't know if it was the problem. So,
1: uh. <laughs> I, If I eat something I'm not supposed to eat, even with medication to help me process it, I have to wait three days before I can eat anything else that would make me sick. Because <laughs> it, it takes a while for it to leave my system. Um, uh,
0: yeah, I had pizza yeah.
1: yesterday for lunch, and that was a mistake.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's worth it. I promise you. <laughs> also, my boyfriend became more lactose intolerant as, as with age and stuff, and he, but he still does it though. Like he gets like stomach problems and other issues and stuff. But he, but yeah, like sometimes like he's just like he loves pizza, <laughs> so and mac and cheese and all that. So sometimes you just gotta. I crave.
1: I crave ice cream.
0: All the time. Mm, mm. Yeah, he he does like he does sherbet. So then and then they have like lactose free stuff too. So he does like yogurt and stuff. Like I have that, to be so. careful
1: of that though because some of them are made from soy milk or cashew. Oh, milk. Oh yeah, you, and can't you have, have a lot soy more. or cashews either. Yeah. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah. You? If they thing. put high fructose corn syrup in it, I'm gonna be dead before I finish it. It doesn't
0: matter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be dead before I finish it. But it was worth yeah, I
1: it. I'd rather have the milk. Ice cream, <laughs> if it doesn't have high fructose corn syrup in it, then the, then the like milk-free one. And I'll even like lactose-free stuff sometimes makes me sick too, because it's not actually lactose-free. It's like per Maybe. serving size, it has so little lactose no, in it, they think yeah. it's
0: safe. Yeah, they could say that about like non-alcoholic drinks too. <laughs> yeah. like, There's still some, <laughs> but it's under <laughs> a bar. exactly uh wanky wanky we also just says, says that i'm jelly because uh scottish wear skirts better than i do and it's <laughs> probably true I,
2: uh,
0: I love scottish kilts they're so cool I, yeah uh, i do too i love bagpipes actually like <laughs> i love the sound of bagpipes
1: i know someone who plays the bagpipes actually that's
0: awesome um, <laughs> very envious of that then um okay alex we're gonna move it on you're gonna take the lead on this one because uh moving off from comedy i'd like us i'd like to go over because i have it on the the thumbnail so we need to talk about it (laughs) is uh elden ring versus uh call of duty and specifically vanguard right call of duty vanguard from what i've read um call of duty
1: is a video game that gets sold every year there's a there's a new call of duty game every year it's uh, annualized sort of like FIFA or like Madden, those kinds of things. So, um, back in, um, as far back as 2009, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was the top selling game of that year. Okay. And since then, almost every year, almost every year, Call of Duty is the number one selling game of the year. So 2010, Call of Duty was the number one selling game of the year. Uh, 2011, Call of Duty was the number one (laughs) selling game of the year. Uh, 2012, COD again was the number one selling game of the year. And then 2013, Grand Theft Auto V beat it out, which Grand Theft Auto V is the number one uh, money-making piece of entertainment of all time. Uh, Just to let you know, (laughs) nothing has made as much money as Grand Theft Auto V. It's still making that much money. Uh, 2014, though, COD was the number one selling game of the year. And then 2015, COD, again, number one selling game of the year. 2016, COD, again. 2017, COD, again. (laughs) You see a pattern here? Yeah. 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2. Because mm. it was highly anticipated. It's a piece of shit game. It's by the same people who <laughs> made uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, but it it was highly highly addicted.
0: Uh, I agree with um, Awesome One. He thought it was Pokemon, and I. <laughs> those I know are most of the of games people, I've played.
1: <laughs> a lot of people thought it was, but it's not actually. Uh, but Pokemon has been number one before. COD I'm so happy
0: about being, that. Good. Yeah, uh,
1: 2019. COD was number one selling game of the year, and then... not liking this uh, acronym. This this list. Yeah, I know.
0: Let's keep picturing fish now.
1: Yeah, and then uh, 2020, uh, COD was the number one best-selling game of the year. 2021, COD was the number one best-selling game of the year. But 2021, um, (laughs) like, I don't think it was well-received. But then 2022, Mm. COD has come out. It's shitty. No one wants it. Uh, It's not a good COD game. I'm not a fan of COD. (sighs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) don't make this close. Uh, COD is not, to me, a game worth playing. First of all, annualized games tend to suck. Uh, That's my thought anyway. Uh, Secondly, uh, so Elden Ring came out. It's already surpassed it in sales for this year. So that means unless there's a surge of sales for COD this year, Elden Ring will most likely be the number one selling game of 2022. And can we're you, only in May.
2: Can you
0: describe uh, the how Elden Ring, because it's very open world, right? Is that and with no story? Right, yeah. I didn't uh didn't did I Elden hear Rain incorrectly. is isn't
1: one I've actually had oh, okay, okay. The opportunity to play. Oh,
0: no. But Neither let me look it up, it's information. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh,
1: it is an action heard. it's an action RPG. I love action RPGs by the way. Um uh, which uh for my understanding is um uh it is hard. Like that's what people told yeah. me. Um and um the thing is, though, is that like there's two lies that the gaming industry tells um, to 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 sell their shit, and one is that uh, no one wants single player games. That's not true, and um, <laughs> and the other one is no one wants hard games. Or the in, the actual other side of that coin is that people want story mode. Neither mm-hmm. of those things are true. Um, First of all, when it comes to no one wants single player games, uh, that's not true. They just don't make as much money as multiplayer games. And that's the real thing about what they're saying.
0: <laughs> uh, why? And but multiplayer, it's mostly like online stuff, right? Because they don't do a lot of like co op where you get to sit next to another human being, which is the only way I enjoy <laughs> playing games really.
1: But uh, so, like, GTA 5, as I said, GTA Online, really, which is what came out with GTA um, 5, was um, <clears throat> the, money, the most money-making uh, piece of entertainment of all time. And that means beyond games. All time, all genres. It's made the most amount of money. And the reason mm-hmm. why is because of its monetization policies. You could still put money into GTA Online. You can buy shark cards. Uh, you do not have a lot of opportunities to make more money off of your gamers for single-player games. That's why they say single-player games are uh, not oh. desired by the you know, okay. gamers. That's not true. They, they just,
0: don't desire to do They that. don't
1: want to make them because yeah. they don't make money, is what it is. And they all yeah. want to be Rockstar and make the amount of money that GTA five has made and gta online
0: but zelda um, breath of the wild was i mean i know it's nintendo but that was such a great game i love it so much for well, see, single player
1: and it 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 meets the idea that they're lying they're lying mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's everyone uh, loved it. like anyone who played it loves it yeah exactly well and then the other one the the one that everyone wants story modes in mm. in in single player games specifically is that no journalists gaming journalists want single want story modes i no one else does
0: <laughs> and does that just mean that like you have something to follow rather than it just being open to like you exploring no, 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 and no. Find, or the, is that okay
1: sto- so story mode is essentially a way of saying so you know there's easy mo- mode normal and hard there's also now in a lot of games story mode where essentially it's impossible for you to fucking die
0: and, oh, okay.
1: And so you can just go through the game and get to the end. There's no stress. You're gonna get there. <laughs> Girls love Nintendo games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do, don't you?
0: I do. I do love that. I play Pokemon. I like Zelda. I like Mario. <laughs> That's All we have is the Switch so, right out. I mean, I have. they own all of the Nintendo system, like the main system from like original Nintendo through Switch um,
1: I used to really like nintendo games wasn't really good at them though but um since i got on to pc gaming i've been a lot more like i like a lot more like intense
0: complicated games <laughs> yeah that you're gonna that are yeah. harder um i just don't play my, like yeah i don't play games I, I still have to finish pokemon moon i've never <laughs> I'm <so> behind. <laughs> like i'm so behind i've got other games too that i've have never even played and um I but, do love Nintendo.
1: But yeah, they, they act like uh they the, the problem is is that I don't like they say that oh girls want story mode and I'm like, no, I don't. And and or people who are bad at video games want story mode. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Which is me admitting flat that, out yeah. that I am bad at you're video a, games. Because you're
0: kidding. a girl, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly, that's why. <laughs> but yeah like this idea though that like oh uh because i've seen there's a there's a joke it's old a lot of people made fun of him for it but there was a games journalist who was trying to play cuphead which is an old style platformer in the old like cartoon style but it's also like it's a it's a serious platformer kind of um a bullet a hell kind of game and uh he could not get through the tutorial because he couldn't figure out how to jump dash. And everyone made fun of him for it. And, and then there was another one, another guy who played their, they remastered a couple of the, the, they remade, not remastered actually, a couple of the Resident Evil games. And one of them, there's two different ways of playing the game. You pick, you, you have to play the game kind of twice. Once is Claire and once is... Oh, shit, I can't remember who the other guy's name is. Um, But, like, you could pick either of them at the beginning of the game to start, and then you play through their storyline, and then it's, like, it's called, like, side B, essentially. You play the other character, but the story Uh. is different depending on um, who you choose. Slightly, slightly different. So what you do in the second half of the game is, you know, playing as the other character is different than if you choose, you know, like it's, but however, if what you do is play through the A side as Claire, and then you start the game over again and play the A side again as the other character, the male character who's, I cannot, Leon, thank you. Leon, the the story's the same, only now you're Leon. Versus the B side will be different. You, you have to pay, play both of them. And, okay, I um, love that. Yeah, it was really interesting. And he didn't do that when he reviewed it. And it's like, you know, this is a You're remake, missing out. Right? Yeah. Well, that was the thing is that, first of all, this was a remake, which means you totally could have looked it up online and known that before.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's really, Some like, information. Pathetic as a journalist to not yeah. research that, I guess. Um, because it's like this was a well known thing that was about that Resident Evil game, and yeah, they did remake them, they didn't remaster them. I don't like remasters because it's like we've pretty them up slightly versus mm-hmm. an actual remake. They actually put it in a completely new game engine and
0: yeah, like
1: redid the whole thing, which is kind of cool. Um, and actually worth the price
0: <laughs> of paying for it. <laughs> it depends. So going back to Nintendo, I have I haven't played. Oh, how much have I played it? There's like the Super Mario Party because we got like the Nintendo Online, and I'm upset because they did like I love the OG Mario Party. I like facelift. I like the um bat the what was it like the balloon burst all these like i'm i'm boss at those mini games and but then they like redid it and i haven't tried it yet but i saw that they're like oh they're like 3d now and i'm worried i'm like well are the mechanics going to be different because like i was good at the (laughs) other one that was just the 2d and i knew how to do those really well but i'm like i don't know if you're going to be switching like when they did super mario advance on the on the uh the game boy advance i think it was where i was just like no like the 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 mechanics are different like the uh, jumping was weird though like no i can play super mario world and i knew how to like uh, be able to like hit certain things like flying with yoshi and i'd be able to land where i wanted but like luigi jumped differently than mario i'm like no you're supposed to be the exact same thing only just (laughs) different colors i don't want any difference
1: Uh, (laughs) well i uh I, i was never good at those games i had a super nintendo growing up and i did i like I fucking hated video games growing up, which sounds so weird <laughs> as someone who's like, oh, I'm yeah. a gaming YouTuber. Uh, <laughs> like, I liked, I liked fighting games, and that was about it. And um, But then I discovered turn-based RPGs, and I was like, these rock! I love these because I'm a strategist, so that was, like, a really good thing for me. But now I'm playing, yeah. like, first-person shooters all the time, and I'm totally... I love them. I, I absolutely love them. But, um... Someone uh, in, so here's the thing though is that like there is a, there's a scale of hard. There's the, and it depends kind of on the mechanics of the game. So there's, there's walking simulator easy. Just do it. You just do it. Maybe there's a puzzle to figure out, but it's pretty much just do it. And then there's all the way to Jesus Christ, I want to kill myself level of hard. (laughs) And um, I don't like, all the way over there like fucking impossible levels of you know off the charts hard but i also don't like just do it Like it yeah. i want i want something somewhere a little in between bit, yeah and here's the thing is that like something like the the dark souls games the souls likes mm-hmm. they are hard they are but they people beat them It's spent something screwed. challenging
0: not impossible
1: no exactly and in and people speed run them even and and they even have specialty challenges for themselves where they're like I'm just gonna go through it with just with a bow and arrow and it's like okay god um you know they do stuff like that so it's like clearly it's not too hard if they can manage to like actually make it harder for themselves (laughs) yeah yeah um and those ones though you absolutely have to use your controller so, like, if you're a mouse and keyboard person like me, oh, you're not gonna get oh, it
0: done. I prefer controllers anyway. I don't do a lot of computer games anyway, but yeah, I'm <laughs> more used to holding controller. Winky Winky Woo also asks, Alex, have you tried the latest Arthur game or forty K tactical squad games?
1: No, I have not. Um, I kind of was mad. I got mad at forty K a couple, like a decade ago, honestly, um, for this. God, I can't remember the name of it—the one where they added the Sisters of Battle to it. Um, because uh-huh. they made it fucking impossible. There was a <laughs> there was a point where the where the it, it, you know sometimes people aren't really good at putting their their challenge progression. You know that like that's a specialty thing you have to work on. It's not just that you want it to be a challenge the whole way through, but you it because say you're getting better. You know you're and everything. But they literally, like, brick-walled you. It didn't matter what faction you chose, which one of the two, like, areas you could try to fight and claim. It still pissed me off. Like, it pissed me off so much because, like, every single time it would be... I got crushed. I, like, I fought the Chaos Marines. They crushed me. I fought the Imperial. They crushed me. And it was impossible. Like, I tried several different, like, strategies, and I was like, this isn't fun! fun! <laughs> I'm not having fun and I'm like isn't this is the point I'm like I was in grad school at the time too so it was like I I'm, I'm definitely here for fun because <laughs> yeah, I'm in grad school I need uh, okay? <laughs> an escape exactly now when it comes someone um, uh, asked if I if we've seen the Unreal Engine 5 scary re- realistic I have seen it and it does look uh, real It's.
0: I don't know it oh god it? it's, Un- it's oh, amazing unreal engine five scary <laughs> unreal part of it or is it just called engine five yeah, it's part of it unreal engine
2: okay, okay. is
1: it okay. is a game engine and they're there it's been on four for a while now and they're they're now working on five and there's some oh, actual footage okay. out for five. Oh, okay that was, so, not the greatest part <laughs> to use. Great. Wait, this
0: preposition. is. A, can I share this? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to be allowed to share it, but this is all. Is it, oh, hang on. I need to head on. This is all. This does look real. <laughs> huh. Ooh, it's almost like I'm there. (laughs) What, wait, is this real? This looks actually real, real. Okay, well, that's interesting. Um, Your
1: quality for the translation to our video is not great.
0: (laughs) Oh no, is it? (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know, oh, maybe it just, yeah, I don't know. Eh, Well, then I'll get rid of it. I'm not sure why. Cause it looks great for me on my end, so.
1: (laughs) It does, it looks amazing. It looks so real. It, it's um, they do use Unreal Engine for some actual CGI and like TV shows and movies and stuff. So it's not as if it's just for games because it's 3D modeling, you know, yeah. and everything. So like I could totally see that they like there'd be uses for it in other places, but it looks so real and honestly like it's gonna make video evidence a lot harder to just take seriously. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, good point. Because I mean, you already can fake stuff too, like uh, as is, and so like dude, getting better at that. Like you make up everything now, especially like well, if it's not humans, yeah, like humans are hard to to get down still because of the whole uh, uncanny valley thing. Um, but yeah. So I get, all right. So I guess going on from like RPG stuff, <laughs> unless there's more to talk about as far as these games go. Um, I was thinking. Uh, I just thought it was a good segue though. I'm gonna briefly and I, I won't get into too much detail, but I just wanted to talk about how excited I am about this past D D game that I had on Monday. Cause I have been waiting. Uh so this is the second time I've tried this campaign and it's a homebrew. And uh the first time I tried it was a couple of improv friends, but the, especially the one they they were like more murder hobo-y. So I had this whole like, here's this world and here's like stuff happening, and here's like the, the you know, the secrets and like the bad guys and all this. And I, and it, so it fell apart just because we were busy. And I was also like, this isn't that fun. Cause you guys keep murder hoboing everything. Like you're supposed to be like uh, heroes. So when I tried it again, I had uh, specifically like, here are these notes that you guys find as adventurers And they're looking for heroes. Like you guys are heroic heroes. So we are just like right off the bat, not going to do a murder hobo stuff. But uh, so we've been playing for like three and a half, getting close to like four years. Uh, but then like f- been like five years total of like when I had this idea of the game, and uh, and finally the last couple sessions, so, like I got to reveal like oh here's the big bad that the whole time, but like she's been throughout like. Uh, a- the game as just like a friend and stuff too. And, uh, and just other parts where like, there are things that I had from the very beginning and then other, I guess as a writer, maybe you can relate to it where it was just like, um, just being able to like reveal these, the, the big plots I guess and uh, and some stuff too that like I threw in along the way or like that they helped build where like they, they whatever NPCs and like oh they made them more important so I was able to just be like yeah let me write in more like a background and like somehow and I, I love being able to weave them in to the story and then it also helped like hey actually the, the it built a better foundation for me because I was just like I had these ideas and they weren't really were kind of just like floating there and now when I tie <laughs> this and I'm like this actually makes it make more sense and like it doesn't <laughs> just come off as like super convoluted still kind of convoluted but like at least I was able to like tie in like characters that they met and anyway I don't need to get into like all the de- detail but I was just it was really excited to to finally ha- have it and i it was like a it was a longer session too than we've been doing but um because i was getting ready like oh we can end it but they wanted to know more like they kept trying to like okay well, let's do this next thing because it was just like here's a lot more backstory that you get to find out <laughs> um <sighs> i think
1: it's so cool that you're into D D. like um here's like i never i swear i i I played a lot of tabletops, but I never—I don't think I ever actually played D and D. We need
0: to do an unsafe, an unsafe space D and D thing at some point, then. <laughs> Maybe. <'Cause>, yeah, I'm. <laughs> That saddens me that you haven't. My friends and I had always wanted to play, but we never knew anyone who did it. So, uh, and I had like this, I still have a starter box that was just like the D&D starter set. And it wasn't until I met my boyfriend who he's had experience playing a lot of D&D. So he ran it for us. Then he started. So I got to play more with him when he ran another, like this other campaign. Um, And then eventually like I started running one too. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, like all, all the different types of t- tabletop RPGs. Like we, I play, I've played a couple different ones. Um, I
1: think I really liked Vampire, the Masquerade. I really uh, liked Scion.
0: I haven't played and those, but I know of them, yeah. I
1: think the first one I played, though, was, was the Call of Cthulhu um, uh, one and... Yeah. And it was funny, too, because, it, it, of course, it, it had to do with the fact that I was in college and, like, I had a significant other who was into it. And I was like, oh, you want to come with me? Sure, I'll come with. And then I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try this. I'm, I'm not one of those people who's all like, what, you're doing this? So I, like, literally started doing it for years. And I was like, this is very enjoyable. It speaks to my, like, writer-y side and everything. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I haven't done it in years, though. I think the last one I played was a Star Wars: Edge of the Empire, probably, or maybe Lord of the Rings. I'm not sure which one. One of those two, but. Um, oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, but it's been a while.
0: That's the so one thing too that I'm I mean, gonna agree with this when I had RPG pundit on because it was like I, I misspoke and when we're talking about GM, jamming, DMing. Because it's like, oh, like, storytelling. And he, he made a point to say, like, well, you're not storytelling because like, you're just, I, I guess maybe more appropriately, maybe, like, narrating because you're just kind of like, I'm the world, so I'm explaining what's going on. But a part of me still, too, thinks that, like... I am storytelling because we're all storytelling together like and yes. because we do a lot more improv stuff so some of the things like they just do like whatever bits and I'm like well that's canon now like you said this happened like this and whether it's like oh like oh it kind of screws you over screws me over I'm like that's funny like so like we'll throw the, people have like the rule of cool in a lot of uh, so I, I do that plus it's just like the rule of funny um but, like, I've had, like, they were fighting dinosaurs and the one monk wanted to jump off a, ma- a mountain and punch a, a punch a, um, pterodactyl. Like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> like, if you roll well enough, like, then, yeah.
1: then cool. Uh, well, so it's
2: I just- definitely,
1: uh, like, yeah, I think it's, like, because I never ran one ever, but I still felt like it was storytelling. I'm just in charge yeah. of my one character. Yeah. And then at the same time, that me, it's, it's, it's like a collaborative form of storytelling within a story that, that someone else already came up uh, within a world that someone already came up with all the rules for you for the most part. And I, and so that makes it like a, a lot of fun. Like it's, it's on, it's, it's, it's still storytelling it's just more collaborative
0: right yeah and that's i mean because i just say D is is improv sitting at a table and um <laughs> uh, but like but because like everyone involved like you're you're all building it together though and the but the as dm it's just like well i have the world and so i know like the npcs like what their what their motivations and, and like what they want and then it's also just kind of like Some of it too, where like I'm responding, I'm just trying to react to what the characters that the players do. But you, but some of it too, I'm like, well, I have to decide, like to move the like story forward like sometimes I have to make like a decision though so like there was one and it's and it got dark too like the whole thing like there's been there's been the the overarching storyline and there's been a lot like they're, they're very fun like they take things nothing like really serious it's hard to explain like I love I love the group we have but like they they take like nothing really seriously but like but they play it's like they have fun and then they take like the storyline mm-hmm. seriously, but they're like silly about it. So they never try to like screw me over. Like they'll metagame in like fun ways too. Like I let them like be able to have conversations. when like, oh, you probably shouldn't be able to hear each other. Cause we just say like, oh, the the acoustics in this town are amazing. Cause like they always want to just kind of get in on the conversation. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I lost my train of thought. They, um, oh but it's like sometimes it's just kind of like well you make a big choice here like I have to uh, like I, the world reacting like I, I have to decide like well what happens here like this the, the one character that they were went to save in this one dimension like they were trying to like blow up like this is like the big evil thing so then they were mm-hmm. like trying to do the, this epic thing of like blowing up like the core of it and I'm like well it kind of like something has to give you like this is a big thing like a big power and so like she ended up potentially like dying that they went they went all the way there to like save her and then she like exploded with the light that that Mm -hmm. they shot into like this core thing and so then now they don't it's kind of like up in the air and like the one character like who who specifically went to this dimension to save like he's torn up about it and they're like well we could probably bring her back and so it's just this like heavier stuff that like I don't know. It, it reminds me of like they're different anime. The one that sp- specifically reminds me is Fairy Tale, because like the first several, most of the seasons, they're all like fun, like do do do. And then like the last <laughs> season arc of it, like got serious, it got heavy. Like there were a lot of like darker things that happened. Like so it shifted. And I thought, like oh, like this is kind of happening in the same thing too, where like you're finding out like all like uh, all, it was always happening, but they were like just kind of at the surface <laughs> level. And now they got to see. Um, what was going on like behind the scenes because they like jumped into like this dimension that had like where the the girl who was the big bad but she was like p- taken over by this evil though and so they but because they went to this dimension they got to like see from her perspective and it was like a really tragic story for this girl's life um, so then they just they experienced that the girl that they went to save is like dead and or potentially and um so it was just really. I don't know, for me, it was really exciting because I was like, I don't even know what's going to happen. And that was like, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know that they were ever going to go to this dimension to get her. And so that was totally new. I had to create this, what this dimension was. I had to like figure out what, th- what was going to happen to her. And I just kind of seemed like, well, the stuff that they're doing here, it seems most appropriate that like, something there's going to be like a sacrifice here like something and like just the way it played out and like she was the only one left there something bad's happening so it was it wasn't me just trying to force like this thing is going to happen and just seem like that seems like most likely something that would happen (laughs) so like trying to play fairly and kind of give some drama to this to the you know the game too it just kind of like well but now but i left it open too like where they f- don't have to feel like this is the end of everything they're like no like they've been to hell they've been to like they know like there are all kinds of things they have ways of bringing back people so it's just kind of like it's it's not over over um but i don't know i just felt really fun to like have like for me cuz i didn't know what was going on either i'm like i have no idea what's going to happen like i'm <laughs> This is all new to me, too. <laughs> so they we're just building it together. Um, we do have a super <sighs> chat. <laughs> oh, Johnny Boy, quick draw. Thank you. Why did the dead baby cross the road? It was tied to the chicken. You know, I find this joke offensive because I recently had a chicken that was apparently hit by something. On,
2: on <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to
0: go there. Um... And I just had, she's still in the freezer right now because we're going to go bury her under a tree. And I had and that freezer went went out because it was in the garage and the garage power went out again. So I had to move her wrapped up body from one freezer to the other, including all the other meat we have. So Johnny, my quick draw, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Too
2: soon. <laughs>
1: Well, that reminds me of like who who did the shark party? Who was the shark party comedian? That was Anthony Jesselnik. He's very irreverent. He's very like in your face. Oh, he yeah. Makes me laugh pretty hard. So just I don't know the the dead baby part. I think reminded me of him
0: because oh, <laughs> he got dead baby jokes. He got you know, classic <laughs> classic crossing the road jokes and yeah, dead baby. That must be. A very strong chicken, too. Yeah, really? <laughs> or a tiny baby with a preemie. Ugh, no wonder. It.
2: Yeah. <laughs> don't get
0: too into the, the details <laughs> of how this works, please. Bring it. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. Well, there's still a couple other things. We don't have to get into these now unless we want to do like super... All right, Winky, wanky woo super chats and says, You look white to me, but he does not. she i don't even know specify to whom this is addressed so maybe he's just talking to you alex
1: (laughs) i am white so
0: sure (laughs) so no wonder you look that way (laughs) we did watch we have both watched senior year or the rebel wilson film um i I am
1: Quite glad you said to watch this movie. Really?
0: Okay. Yes. I, if, you, Honest, if you have the time, let's let's get into it real quick. I do
1: because I am not going to solve my peripherals problem
0: before. Oh, I just, okay, perfect.
1: But so, okay. First of all, um, this was really funny, and but there was a point when she goes back to high school as her 37 year old self, self, where I was like, God, this is making me hate teenagers even more. Like, I don't like teenagers, but Jesus. I was like, they're so woke. They're so annoying. Uh They're so awful. I can't stand these kids. They're terrible. But some of the jokes just landed. My God, did they land. And, like, don't blow my dad. That would I died. Um, Don't blow my dad. (laughs) Please don't blow my dad. And then, (laughs) and Uh River Wilson was funny throughout
2: absolutely okay. hilarious
0: so so yeah just to to back up a little bit like rebel it's a new film on netflix it's called senior year and it's rebel wilson and as alex said she so she the, she was a cheerleader she go uh they were doing a performance they're like a month away from graduating she falls and then she falls into a coma uh for 20 years and then wakes up at 37 and she goes back to high school to like finish it up and uh so that was, that's the main gist of it. And yeah. and I wasn't like they talk about like the wokeness and they talk, and I think what confused me though was like I cuz they they weren't very clear on like the direction that they were trying like are you trying to say that the woke stuff is good or bad because like rebels like oh I hate this and then she I'm like are you learning a lesson that it is good by the end but you were still like making fun of it throughout the whole time. And I loved when she's like talking about how like oh that's retarded and you're like oh oh
2: you can't say that anymore and like well
0: I know like well that's like you can't say retarded unless you're talking about like the the people with the mental disability and stuff too like well what do we say now That's gay and so she's like no no that's super gay like like you can't say you can only say that if they're homosexual and so so I like that like oh you're doing like the the uh, irreverent offensive quote-unquote offensive jokes um but and you're talking about why you can't say it anymore but like you're still making the joke so it was kind of like uh you know Ricky Gervais sort of doing it
1: well, to me, what it felt like was not that it was like pro woke or anti woke, really, but more like in the middle. Like,
0: yeah, okay.
1: Be okay. a decent human being seemed like the end goal of that story. Um, don't be. And, and because it also kind of made fun of influencers and how um, miserable they are in real life. Um, right. The one thing is, though, is. And like, it has a lot of jokes for millennials, honestly. Uh, most of the jokes are for millennials because she was supposed to graduate in 2002. I graduated from high school in 2005, so like, not that much younger than her. And the thing was, is that, like, so she references things like Britney Spears and the Britney Spears hit me baby one more time video and everything. Uh And, like, all that stuff is in there. And it's funny if you're in your 30s. (laughs) But, but, like, there's a point it, but then it's also like all the social media shit that she wasn't around when we were, when I was in high school by the way that was hardly the thing at all facebook didn't really become a thing until i was in college so again yeah. it's not so she it's new to her uh you know tiktok instagram all those things were new to her and i i really enjoyed it for the most part um and it did it did really feel like to me that most of it was just about it doesn't matter the virtue signaling or you know being offensive or anything just being good person just be good just treat people nice don't use them these kinds of ideas which i thought were really good lessons for the most part the one part where i went what is when her friend said that the idea of coming out in the late '90s slash early 2000s, as a gay yeah. person at her high school, was uh, scary that she felt like it would ruin her life. And I was like, in 2002, <laughs> because here's the thing: I had a gay best friend in high school, and I'm only a few years younger than that. And I, I grew up. I, I'm like, my next question was where does this take place right that's what so
0: <laughs> so it's and i because i think their school was uh, large enough I, even they said like they're there like a thousand or thousands of votes or something, even though there were like 300 there some were students. Only, there
1: were only 300 something students.
0: Yeah. And that was supposed to be, I assume seniors, cause it was prom. Yeah. So if that was, if that's the case, so then so, uh, times four, so you'd have like around 1200 some in the school. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, that's large enough that, that I would think that like, and, and you already had like diverse student, you know, they're, they're colorful people there. Want,
1: one of her um, friends was black
0: yeah yeah and then there was asian mean girl and stuff so it was just kind of she like was okay on
2: so Go on. <laughs> great.
0: And she was very popular like everyone loved her but so and i'm trying to think like that was one like if you're in a small christian white like a, a white christian town like i was i think I, I did have gay friends but i think like as far like no one cared about race but i'd say or you know for the most part but um the but i think i think Gay, gayness was a little bit harder for people though too because of it being a, a christian town but like their town it, it didn't strike me as, as that though like they didn't really get into I it so it was like no. okay it's kind of harder to believe you have this bigger school and and all that so it was just like yeah like i i can buy it knowing where i grew up but then I was like yeah where are you guys located
1: yeah like i didn't like for for that class size i didn't believe it especially for such a diverse class one moment uh-huh. that i thought it was pretty amazing though is that with the with the asian cheerleader is that meme girl um uh, was that when the accident happens they cut the accident curve. yeah accident see that's the thing is the thing she saying it's, it's an accident or that it's not an accident
2: yeah
1: it really was an accident.
0: Really? Because yeah, they yeah. never addressed it, and it seemed like it was intentional, though. But well,
1: I was... think that the they didn't. What you see, I I had to roll it back because I was like, wait a minute, let me see that again. Is that um, the kids who were supposed to catch her were fighting, so they yeah. didn't catch her, and yeah. we never saw those kids. They had never had names. They were just yeah. it was in like, was something
0: number. edited out where they. Or, <laughs> There's more cheer like why they're they just
1: fucked up and she got hurt because here's the thing that a lot of people don't know about cheerleading. Cheerleading has more incidents of injury in high schools than any other team
0: because I, I I mean I know that you're supposed to like it's a big trust exercise like you're know, like that you're jumping in the air and you're relying on these people to catch you so like you have like you i mean i imagine like you should be like very you have to, like, do trust exercises or like you're close-knit enough because you're like well bad things can happen i didn't realize about the injuries that happen.
1: they have intense injuries it's insane the rate wow. of injury for cheerleading is is like shockingly high and so to me the fact that she gets injured in this way cheerleading really was totally believable because i already knew that like i i knew that but they in when the accident happens which is i think it really is just an accident um she, they cut to the mean girl and she is shocked
2: She was shocked.
0: Yeah, she was surprised. But what so what was the scene that she because before that she's like, hey guys, and like she like talks to them for a second. So like they I think it would have helped if they addressed like what she was actually telling them then, because like she looked so surprised.
1: Exactly she did
0: take them off to the side and like, hey, let me talk to you guys for a second. I know
1: I that yeah, that is a question, and I think honestly, they probably maybe in a version, I think there's two versions of this movie. And mm. in one of them, she did cause the accident and there's no way in hell anyone would be okay with her.
0: Yeah. She did not have any, yeah, <laughs> there are no the, consequences.
1: Exactly. No one would be okay with that, which is why they have that shot of her being shocked and it never comes out that she caused it. Cause I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I think they, they changed it. Probably they did have an audience reaction that they did not want
0: so they um, yeah but then and, like, you probably should edit should. that part out, the other part then, where like,
1: uh, let's not keep this in there like uh yeah. it's a little too much it's a little too much because she basically killed her
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you steal I mean, 20
1: years from someone's life that's murder you're getting jail time yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no she's married she's got a kid um mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts though is when her daughter confronts her and says we're miserable and she just no, we're not. And Blaine goes, husband. "Yes, we are." Yeah, and she can't... whips around to look at him, and he also turns around, like, "What?"
0: Who's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm dying. A beard. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were some parts that were legitimately funny. And someone I forget who it was who asked was like Rebel Wilson, Is she, the like the fat <laughs> act, <laughs> no, no, no. Act, woman with the tattoos. I don't know why her tattoos, but she lost a lot of weight. Like I was Wait. surprised to see. Uh, how, like, i had no idea what she looked like and i at first i, I when i just saw on netflix like this this still of it I, d- I was like is that rebel wilson also it had uh what's his name is it like sam richardson or some, something something uh, um he plays uh richard T. split from veep and he was the the only likable character on that show but this <laughs> richard t split though his middle name is john he's like i don't know why i said t
2: <laughs>
0: such a great character
2: who does he
1: play in senior year
0: uh, he plays Seth, the the black, oh, okay, boy, Seth. The, the, yeah. boy, the the love interest guy. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. But he's so. And at first, I didn't recognize him until I watched the trailer too. And at the end, I was like,
2: "Oh, that's Richard T. spot.
0: Like <laughs> so even I. So Veep, I was not a big. Again, I didn't really like the show. All the characters were terrible except for Richard. But Richard, they made like a fake blog for him online, and so he just oh, had like such dorkies. And I went through and I read if, uh, most, if not all, of them at some point, but um that was great so i was glad to see him in there um also rebel wilson was the only one who lost weight too uh chris parnell it looked like he lost a good amount a good amount of weight too because he looked pretty thin
1: he kind of like goes up and down i feel like does he um, i haven't seen yeah. i just
0: heard his voice i haven't watched archer in a long time but that was mostly where i saw him <laughs> but, uh
1: well the first thing I think, I think i really knew him in was walk hard
0: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're
1: and then always he, bringing up that movie. <laughs> yeah. And then he was on Eureka uh, for the Christmas episodes. He always played Dr. Noel. Was
0: he? I don't yeah. even remember that. Oh, I need to rewatch. I think I watched it, Eureka before like, I knew who Chris Parnell was. So,
1: yeah. Um, so he was, he's 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 the Santa, essentially, of, of Eureka. Mm-hmm. Um, which, he has that voice sometimes. He can make his voice sound like really fatherly and wise he's very he's got actually some pretty good range with his voice i loved him in walk hard because of that joke when he when the when the band members confront him and you you slept with me too (laughs) (laughs) but like i've always loved him I've always thought he was really funny. So I liked him as the dad, which is funny he's only 13 years older. I read that, yeah, Nelson. and I'm like, you
0: are not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, uh, Sean she Connery played... was... Go ahead. Oh, ahead. I was going to say Sean Connery was only 12 years older than Harrison Ford.
0: They, yeah, they uh, they do that a lot. Like, I... The Rebel Wilson, I, she played younger too. I think she was playing like five years younger than she was. So then it was like, okay, Chris Parnell's playing yeah. older. Like maybe he had her at like 18, whatever. But <laughs> but then they do, because sometimes too, like I, I think that, you know, a lot of times they do like younger women uh, married or like with, in a relationship with older men. And it, makes sense to me because sometimes when i see like couples in real life i'm like wow that woman who's like the same age looks older like women age more than men <laughs> uh uh what's her name uh, the dick van dyke shows so you had dick van dyke and mary taylor moore she was like 12 years younger than him too but they they looked really good together though like, she was only like 25 um, i felt
1: so bad recently came out that Laura linney was like 23 in jurassic park and that like sam neil was so much older than her and I was like, she was 23? She looked like she was in her 30s. I swear to God, huh. she could have been in her 30s. What the fuck? <laughs> when did
0: that happen? Uh, Kira Knightley, was, I think, wasn't she like 17 when Pirates of the Caribbean was filming? Yeah, like, she did not look so that was, young. No, she looked, Oh yeah, she, that's a, she definitely looked more mature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the oh the other thing in senior year as well that I thought was funny just related to last week is they had an Avril Lavigne song Skater Boy playing at the beginning yeah. of it for the two thousands and I was like yeah see she is everywhere see she's still relevant
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I actually I thought that that movie was really funny there's that part where she and the the mean girl exchange insults
0: oh yeah yeah They're oh my savage. god
1: like I was like. Oh, they kept going back and forth, and I was like, These are pretty pathetic insults. And then Rebel Wilson's character comes out there with the dick punch of an yeah. insult. And I I gasped. I fucking gasped <laughs> out loud. I was like, Oh my God, she did not just say that.
2: <laughs> so it was so, I was
1: like, Dude, that's too real. Don't say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like job. a because 'cause you're like you're building like, okay, what about like, oh I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what they were now, but but yeah, they they had them a, a couple of, when they were younger and then as adults. But uh, uh yeah, so overall I thought it was it was actually it was it was actually surprising that, like, I, at first, I thought it was going to be sort of like an Adam McKay movie, like with, because like Rebel, like she was, she's still good with like the physical humor and like they had a lot of silliness. But then it actually got real too. It was like, oh, the reason why she went oh, back to high school, her mom died, and it was like this kind of emotional arc and stuff. And I just felt like, wow, like I actually, I, I'm, I get emotional when, when stuff like that happens, like when you have like the heartwarming and heartbreaking stuff too. So I was just like, this is, this is tearing me up. And I was just surprised that they actually got that real.
1: Yeah, like when that when he he's all like it's just a crown, and then she explains why. It's important, yeah. Yeah. Why it's important to her and what he he's like. Okay, so just not just a crown. crown. I'm
0: an asshole. I'm an asshole. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Like it was. Like it's really it's really important. Mm -hmm. And like not important in a. I'm a shallow jackass kind of way it just had a
0: deeper meaning it had such a deep
1: it had symbolism
0: yeah like for
1: her and it was it was way more important than um like I would normally consider prom queen
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't even
1: remember who was prom queen
0: I never even went (laughs) to prom I (laughs) I just watched a bunch of horror movies that night instead so
1: I went stag I went to prom (laughs) but i didn't uh i like i don't remember like honestly i went to my 10-year high school reunion and uh, because this is kind of like how like how do you respond to high school and I, and everything and i was like wow the, this
0: is so pathetic i don't, don't
2: want to be here oh,
0: wait, we like, never even had one they didn't no one even through a reunion here no but, but I, or at least i never got an invitation for it if they did <laughs> Looked be it up. I
2: ended up
1: looking it up and then I ended up going, it was at a casino. Uh, mm-hmm. We were drinking obviously, but um, like one of the things is that, so there's a favorite episode of how I met your mother, where like te- where someone goes over the idea of what woo means for party people and like really how it had the subtext of it is that it's like, you're absolutely miserable because parts of your life don't make sense and they don't work. And like, and it always made me laugh like really hard that party people are not actually all that happy, that they're pretending to be happy. Which, and sorry, so- can I
0: insert real quick too? That's my d d the big bad. She she was just called party girl for a long time before they knew her name because she just went to the, all the parties, the celebrations that they held after they saved the day. But she was like the reason why all the bad things were happening anyway. Though, But, but she was miserable underneath. So.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Well, wait, so I was at, I was at, my high school reunion and people were partying like mad and I'm like you know you're all like 28 years old and everything Mm -hmm. at this point and um people are losing their hair people gained weight and everything (laughs) and like people are partying they're like having a blast and I'm sitting there I'm not that kind of person I don't do that and my date whispers in my ear what do their woos really mean from how I met your mother? And I yeah, just, yeah. I died. I was, because <laughs> I was like, wow, this is, this is like watching animals at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like that when I was in high school too. I was like, what are you people doing? Like, I never got it. I never got mm. the whole, let's all have a blast. It's high school and everything. Like it, I don't know. It just never, like the kind of cheerleader attitude that never Landed with me. I was like, "This doesn't mean anything. I'm bored. Can we move on with our lives?" So going to my high school reunion was sort of like, "Wow, reminding me of why I didn't enjoy high school life. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so move on with why our did lives." I come back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could, uh, there are a lot of ups and downs, for it like there were fun parts and then really miserable part, like, uh, like personal things, <laughs> but like, so it's hard to say, cause like I did theater, so that was fun, but like we're too. in our, like our own world, like, kind of uh, like just friends, like where I didn't pay attention to anything else going on. So it was just like a few friends, uh, we were just hardly any of my, like I had a class of 500 people. But oh wow, Mine was like any... 100, less than 150. I think no, by graduating, it was, it was like 120-some in mine, yeah.
1: There's no way I knew everyone that I went in my graduating class, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so when I went to my high school reunion, some of the people I knew, I recognized them, only like one of my friends was there and like everybody else was like off living their lives. I was also friends with a lot of people younger than me when I was in hmm. high school. So like none of them were there. And so I was like, eh this i could have stamped like it was yeah. nice to i mean like i i drink a lot of uh what, what are they called wine and in iced teas <laughs> oh well, nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this was before i was on my limited diet so i ate all the
2: food there
0: <laughs> yeah oh that's nice that's nice uh yeah i, I kind of wish we did have one but now i kind of like well now i live near where i went to school again too like i traveled out and then we just moved back to like the middle of nowhere though so i'm just like oh now i'm back with everyone else sort of i don't see any of them
1: it was funny though because like afterwards the one of the people who was involved in it like sent out a message to all of us and said that was so much fun let's do this every year
2: yeah no (laughs) thanks i
1: was like i'm good Uh right around my birthday and i was like i could do so i I could do something else i don't have to do that
0: (laughs) Um, Winky Winky Woo also says that they don't have those high school reunions over in Scotland it's kind of weird to us honestly and I'm glad it's not a thing apparently I don't have them here either so <laughs> my specific location so is it weird I, I don't know if I'd say it's a weird concept of like maybe wanting to meet back up with or just see where people are. Cause it's like some of them, like, oh yeah, we have Facebook now and all that or whatever to like keep in touch with people. But, but sometimes you're just kind of curious of like, even when I meet back up with high school friends, you're like, oh, what's going on with these other people? Like, uh, do you, have you heard so and so is doing these things? So that was just kind of a, and then eventually though, I think the older that you get, you're just like, I don't even remember who these people are anymore. Like, what were their names again? <laughs> or, and then I feel bad. Cause sometimes I'm like, oh, you run back, you run into them when you're like back in town and stuff. And you're like, I, remember that i know you but i don't remember which one you are anymore (laughs) uh and i feel bad um oh yeah yeah uh carisar saint joseph is back uh we were just talking about the the movie rebel uh, rebel wilson's um senior year so there's talking about that. I think I I'd say that it's so worth watching. I I liked it enough that I think I'd say like it, it was a fun film. Um yeah, you're not going to laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like, you know uh, uh, incredible, but like it was it was pretty good. If you have Netflix, then you can watch it for free. For free. <laughs> free. Um <laughs> So okay, well, I'm gonna keep pushing back. How I Met Your Father, because I did just rewatch those ten episodes, and I'm still like rewatching How I Met Your Mother too, just for the heck of it. Uh, but we'll talk about that next week, and then whatever else is gonna be current from moving forward from this week. Um, but we can wrap it up here because I did hear Missy in the background meowing. My cat is also my one cat is also meowing, trying to She's get through
2: hungry. the door. <laughs> so
0: like, they're uh, they're coming for us. Mm-hmm. um so uh thank you guys for watching slash listening again tomorrow uh, we have the free association video at 2 p.m eastern time carter interviews jeremy kaufman um I'm talking about him's run for senate stuff about lizard people uh friday saturday sunday monday and then narrative distance on monday um but i think that's it so Thank you guys. I'm trying to think of others. And I don't think I'm missing anything. I got to go lock up some chickens and stuff.
2: <laughs> so
0: thank you, Alex. This was a fun chat as always. Good luck with your video game setup and stuff too. I hope you get your tech issues that. figured out. Me too. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. And then I'll try checking out your <laughs> your stream tonight then too, if you get it. I already uh, canceled it because I don't oh, you did oh, not think get it done. Oh, Well, now you have a free evening. You can hang out with Missy. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <have> my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. But uh, okay, yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. And then good Friday. Oh, and it's Memorial Day weekend, right? I forgot about that. So happy Memorial Day. Um, I don't really have any comments on that specifically, at least right now. So <laughs> All right. thanks for watching. Have a good night. Goodbye.
3: Thanks for sticking around until the end If you're new to Unsafe Space
0: check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay
1: to Brett Weinstein And please consider helping to fund our work
2: by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a
3: community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production does not meet WHO health and safety standards. Please report to a United Nations Sanitization Center immediately. Association with the following individuals is strictly prohibited. Experts who benefit from printing money agree that printing money does not cause price inflation. Trust me, just two more weeks to slow the spread of monkeypox. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't think about it, I mean, that's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice, Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.